that. <laughs> Mic's on. And this is where <laughs> so uh, OU should run a three, four, two, five. <laughs> it would have fixed all their problems. With nothing but OK preps. Hashtag. <laughs> Patrick Fields. <sighs> There's Logan Roberson on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the side on the sideline. Grayson Boomer in the transfer portal. <laughs> Come on down. No. Everybody, welcome to I don't know what we're going to call this cuz this is actually the first time that we've recorded this particular podcast on Inside OU. Um essentially it's going to be an Oklahoma Sooner football rewatchables. I mean, unapologetic. That's where I got the idea from. But it's a little different. We're not sitting back and wa- simply remembering a game that has happened before this is basically like dvd commentary so the best way that i can describe this to you is whatever game that we're doing moving forward and we'll of course tell you on that particular episode whatever episode whatever commentary we're doing we're going to tell you to go to this youtube channel to go to this video and then when it's three two one go when i say go that's when you can hit play on that video and you can basically listen to our commentary on top of the game that you're watching on youtube so Look, you might think that it's stupid, but guess what? When it's fucking April, June, July, and you're starving for OU football coverage, I, I can't tell you what's going to be more interesting. So uh, you're going to like it then. You may not like it now, but you'll like it then. But I am joined two Sooner Twitter royalty folks, I could say. <laughs> Kami Armarabian. That's me, To man. my left. Yeah. And should I even re- refer to your name? Because right. you, you... I feel like people alien, don't know my name still. that much. Yeah. You're still an alias. So... I mean, it's Rough Riders. It's Rough Riders. My name's Stephen Brown. I mean, I quote myself in every, <laughs> yeah, every post or podcast. I just haven't put it up on Twitter. How many followers do you guys have combined? I know I have like five point two k. Important. I just hit six thousand. <laughs> Damn. Just now. <laughs> it's like six thousand fifty or something. Well, I mean, so again, I just have a measly four point seven. So I mean, you guys are <laughs> so much more valuable to this podcast <laughs> than I can ever be. And um have you guys ever watched film? Yeah, yeah. Film Especially watches. broken down film? Yeah, like what kind of what, what like kind on of, Twitter? What kind of breaking down <laughs> of film are we talking about? Like threads of breaking down of film or of course. Just looking at film in general. Oh, oh you lost basketball in Manhattan once again. Oh, who's surprised? Nobody. There's <laughs> a little timestamp. <laughs> yeah, I mean obviously we're recording this in the off season and um this will be released at some point. Regardless, we're all here in my shitty apartment. We're gonna watch it's a fantastic apartment. Come here. What game That's are we? Pretty gonna, nice. What, what game are we gonna watch? About to watch the OU versus TCU game in 2015, where you saw both Baker Mayfield and Trevor Knight make an appearance. Yes. <laughs> now I'm gonna turn off my phone because it keeps beeping. We're going to watch the game on Stone Cold Sooners YouTube account, and the reason <laughs> why is because it has the full two-hour, 52-minute game. So. um we're going to go ahead and hit play because I'm sure there's going to be a fucking 12-minute commercial. And I will let you know when to hit play on your YouTube video, wherever you're listening to this. Um, I don't know how this is going to go. It's going to go well. It's going to go great, I know. So it looks like it's about to start. So everybody listening at home, again, this is the 2015 OUTCU game, the OU won in Norman. Uh, Stephen Parker had the game defle- uh, the pass deflection to win the game. Baker Mayfield got hurt. Stone Cold Sinner's YouTube account. Just type that in. And you can listen to us yap about this bullshit. So, three, two, one, go. There there you go. I forgot it's a classic ESPN on ABC. 
Not a Fox Sports one. Yeah, not a Fox. <laughs> it's a it's a night game it's too. A, it's an eleven a.m. kickoff. I forget this was Baker Mayfield's first year in Norman. The first year he started. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Trevon Boykin was hurt. Foster you know, and that Sawyer. and that was that was something we need to bring this up because there are some. Surprisingly, there's still some uh, Mike Stoop stands on Twitter that will be so quick still? to point out to you that, well, in 2015, they were good. Wasn't this the first game in that three-game gauntlet of TCU on the road at Baylor, Baylor yeah. and then Oklahoma State on the road? Yeah. By far, Oklahoma's hardest games on the schedule that year, and OU didn't play the starting quarterback in those games once except for Mason Rudolph like showed up for a, yeah. a split second in the Ocean game. He threw a pick six. And. Trevon Boykin's not only out, but their best receiver, Josh Jackson, was out too for this game. Was this before Jalen Rager? Was he? Yes. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Rager was twenty-seven. He was currently committed so. to OU at this in this game. And then, and then while this game was happening, Oklahoma State was playing Baylor as well. Uh, so it was like a high stakes for the Big Twelve title. You know, like who OU would be playing next week, and it might be like that. God, this Bedlam game. This game is old. Brad Nessler's on ESPN, not calling an SEC game. Where does, Brad, where does Brad Nessler rank for you guys? Well, he's like I have somewhere I, in there. I have good memories of Brad Nessler. Like a lot of games in 2000, he called. Um, I think he called the uh, national championship game though. You beat Florida State in. So yeah. I mean, I always have good memories of him. But now he calls SEC games, so we just never hear him. I have mixed reviews on Nessler. How do you feel about Todd Blackledge? Todd Blackledge does nothing for me. Yeah, he's kind of boring. Todd Blackledge, Ed Cunningham. Who y'all want? Because first of all, I fucking hate oh, when people have a short first name and a long last name. <laughs> I don't know why. Ed Cunningham. I don't know why I hate that. Mm-hmm. I might go Blackledge right there. Maybe you push. Maybe you push for Ed me. Ed Cunningham has like a. He has like he's like one of those people that's a one upper. Like, oh man, like I'm so sore from the gym today, and you're just you're just saying that because you're legitimately sore, and you're just kind of talking out loud. But then the one upper has to go. Well, I went to the gym too, and I and I benched this, and I and I cleaned it. And it's like, shut the fuck up. No one cares. This isn't a pissing contest. You made it one. Seems like TCU starting Foster Sawyer has not had a. Legitimate quarterback since 2015. But something tells me that Mike Steep's going to make this guy look kind of good. Something tells me that Foster Sawyer didn't have a committable offer to Alabama. <laughs> possible. <laughs> it's possible. But this tape will tell. The tape will tell. The tape, will, the tape never lies. Yeah, film room. Especially when you're watching tape of them playing football in basketball shorts uh, with no rush against air. Did you guys go to this game? We here live. I was tailgate. I was drunk as hell outside. I, I think I actually uh, had to keep my dad from getting in a fight with some TCU fans. <laughs> I think I was in Tulsa watching this game. This was by far the coldest game I've ever been to. This really? I, I do remember this one being cold. It was awful. Awesome, Ajay P. Ryan. Oh look, dynamic, dynamic running backs: Joe Mixon and some Ajay P. Ryan. Let's talk about Jay Bulware for a split second. <laughs> Why does anybody think like I saw some people saying that he like he did a good job and that it's it's a huge loss to lose him to Texas and I'm like 
Okay, what? so you're you're a lazy OU fan. Like you're just yeah. a casual OU fan, which is fine. You can do whatever you want. But um, what's up, Holly Rowe? I like I like Holly Rowe. Um, wh- why do people not see that Jay Bulware basically got like a bunch of average to all conference level running backs here? Yeah, they're they're above average running backs, but it's like. You look at Cale Gundy and what he's done for the position, like a DeMarco Murray, who's, of course, back on staff, Adrian Peterson, Joe Mixon, the Samaj P. Ryan. And even the Samaj P. Ryan isn't a dynamic athlete, but he's a guy that can really, like, just tear apart your defense. And now, like, we have Trey Sermon, which we don't know really his abilities, and Kennedy Brooks is, I think, special. It's like... Above what, average. Yeah, what, 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 better no, than most. They're... they're <laughs> They're on an unrelated note. Did you guys see my dartboard right there? Oh my god, <laughs> it's a fantastic dartboard. <laughs> they got some heavy use after the Peach Bowl. <laughs> it's a great. Oh, there! Look, look, speak of the devil, and he shall appear. It's Bob. He 177 and 45 at this time entering this game. 80 percent. He's a he's a he's a legend. As I'm reminded, one national title in nearly 20 years. <laughs> but it's he, so weird seeing the stadium without, not completed. I know, yeah. not bold. I love when TC, like when I was in college, I used to love when TC would come to town. Y'all, do y'all know what I'm talking about? A lovely, have, uh, a lovely fan base. <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean like, like it's a fan base, and they have a great supporting cast. Like mm. they're. Their school statistics are like seventy percent women, which are like mostly yeah, blonde and rich. I know, and if you go there as a man, you're you're vastly outnumbered. Yeah, which I like, like those odds. You have to fall into something somehow. And if you're just now tuning in, or if you if you don't know exactly where we are, they're out there. They're about to snap their first play. So just a heads up, play clocks at fourteen, thirteen, twelve. So you should be fucking synced by now. <laughs> Do you think Foster Sawyer picked TCU over Alabama because <laughs> of those odds? <laughs> well, uh, oh, think oh, of it. Think of it this Zach way: Sanchez. if for some reason OU's in on like a cornerback, and he's down to OU in Arizona State, do you have full confidence that he's going to end up at OU? <laughs> Under Mike Stoops, probably not. Under Grinch, you would think so, right? I mean, I'd hope so, but it's hard to say no to Arizona State for obvious reasons. Party school. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't be too sure. Which prayers for everybody. That's why I didn't God drink a Corona before this. <laughs> they said, hey, if you have alcohol in your system. <laughs> I'm, feeling, yeah, I, I'm feeling fine. Yeah, like Steven over here, he like... He was, drink, he, was drinking a, he was drinking a Corona and <laughs> looking you into the eyes. <laughs> Javon Boykin just being a great cheerleader on the sideline. Did he get – is he in jail? What happened to him? He may have gotten out by now. This is pre-jail, though. <laughs> this is he, about Where did what? he end up going, like the Seahawks or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think he got drafted by the Seahawks. Well, didn't he? Did he get in trouble at his bowl game? Uh, yeah, he yeah. got in trouble at the bowl game, but then I think he got in trouble when he was in the NFL. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's Sterling Shepard, um, fair it. catching. 
Did uh, something with a cop, like a, a bike cop. What? What did I miss? Or maybe I'm totally wrong on that. Did this. I miss something? Offensive coordinator Lincoln Riley. Yeah. No, um, I think we just missed it, but they have I, Baker Mayfield listed at six foot one. <laughs> <laughs> this man is not I, six. I interviewed one. Baker Mayfield in 2016, and I'm five foot eleven. He is not six one. He's like five ten. I think. I, I want to point it out because I, I already said Sterling Shepard back there fair catching a punt. Um, the special teams were in punt safe, and that's of course important to remember for the game at the end of this season, the Orange Bowl. Oh yeah, punt safe. I will say. You'll have to notice the amount of split back sets in this. And why is that? As opposed to what this season was, or the 2019 season, I guess, where you mainly had like one back in there and just kind of interchanged them. And that back did usually nothing, right? They blocked a lot. You're a lead blocker. Well, you got a lead block for Jalen Hurts. Oh, man. Joe's so good. It makes me miss dynamic running backs that Oklahoma's had. It's okay. Oh, you got Seth McGowan, which this this podcast may very well age like milk just because of that statement. Seth McGowan might become like Samaj P. Ryan. <laughs> I think Seth McGowan's like pretty good. I think he's good too, but Jace McClellan. Two yeah. e- two years, Jay. Kamar Wheaton, twenty twenty one. But it's just like Oklahoma's never going to run out of elite. They're okay. They're never going to run out of a great running back room. Because it's Oklahoma, they'll always have a good, decent, definitely formidable running back. But when you're talking about elite running backs like a Joe Mixon, Rodney Anderson, per se, DeMarco Murray, I don't even know if I put Samaje P. Ryan in an elite as as far as like just his his production was elite, but his his skill set his skill set was not. Like he was definitely a guy that you had to pigeonhole in your offense somewhere because he couldn't do. He couldn't do all the things that you would want him to be able to do according to his production, but he was just so damn special. Yeah. He was a physically gifted back. Yeah. Like him and Joe Mixon having such con- contrasting ways of running the ball made that offense so effective. And then you look at what they have today. It's like Trey Sermon. You have, uh, you know, Kennedy Brooks. You've got Marcus Major. You have T.J. Pledger. You have all sorts of different guys, but like, are any of them legitimately elite, or are they just just above average guys? I still can't tell from Trey Sermon. Kennedy Brooks is Kennedy Brooks. Like, he looks slow on TV, but like on you know like in live action, he's actually pretty quick to his cuts. So like I can't, I still can't get a good vibe and a good read on on Kennedy Brooks, but Trey Sermon like Jalen Hurts took so many of his carries, I I just can't tell like literally what he is. And then I guess maybe contrasting this roster that you just saw, you have Jarvis Baxter out there <laughs> who lost passes. the who he got a, he got a scholarship during the season. Didn't Jarvis he? Baxter single handedly lost OU the Houston game. A few months later, after this game put, <laughs> took place, that fumble in the ri- that fumble on OU side of the ga- um, field just that lost in the game. It was right after the kick six. Baker Mayfield rolls out, throws deep, and it is out of bounds for Sterling. Shepard. If I remember this game correctly, Oklahoma didn't even score till almost the second quarter. 
It's that vaunted Gary Patterson defense with the. Yeah, they tried to put a hit out on Baker Mayfield. The milky tip. Yeah, it's always some white guy. White linebackers, man. It's either Kansas State or TCU. They're angry. Headhunting white linebackers. Yeah, the stadium looks so weird. Third and six. We got a big third and six coming up. 11.38 to go. Baker Mayfield looks to the sideline. It's going to go poorly. Hey, is that Duran Neal? (laughs) (laughs) Big play threat. Big Big play. Gashing. Where is Duran Neal? He dropped the ball. Uh, That was Sterling. That was Sterling. The ship. Where is Duran Neal? Ricky DeBerry. Look, Ricky DeBerry. Jeff Mead. Look at these names. PJ Bandasaur. Atari Bird. Future Baltimore Raven gets a uh, personal foul penalty. Let's see what the call is. On Orlando Brown, yeah. He's mad online. I wonder how many, like... Well, this is after the Matt Diamond. uh, Did he throw the double birds to Baylor? Did Baylor happen before this game or after this game? Yeah, it was right before this. Yeah, that was, yeah, as he was getting... Ushered back into the tunnel. Bob in the turtleneck gang, apparently, to hide his uh, double chin. <laughs> you know, he used to jog to practice, and then he just decided to start driving his BMW to practice. That's Jordan Thomas' best play. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jordan Thomas would have been a good defensive back under Alex Grinch. Oh, yeah, he has the body type. Has has there ever been a player that was so promising and so good early in their career and they fell off to such an extent? Every player under uh, Kerry Cooks. Well, no, yeah. like because a lot of those guys were just potential. Jordan Thomas actually produced yeah. early on in his career. That's like, true. People during the season were like, who's better, Zach Sanchez or Thomas? It was a legitimate debate, and then the next year it was clear, like, wow, Jordan Thomas is not good. Here's these Foster Sawyer just, like, uh, bomb passes. Jordan Thomas, when he was running from the cops <laughs> from Gabe's Corner, the fence that he hopped, because y- y'all remember the story? Yeah. Like, he mm-hmm. was hop- seen hopping a fence. He hopped my fence. I used to live right behind O'Connell's. And I was just outside with my uh, girlfriend at the time. <laughs> was, it, was it a tall fence? Um, uh, yeah, it was about eight feet tall. What? About seven, eight feet tall. <laughs> Still got him though. Yeah, yeah. D1 athlete. There's a Stephen Pledger. Or it's not <laughs> Pledger, Stephen Parker. There you go. He's in the NFL, Brady. Where does he play now? The Dolphins? Dolphins, are they right? Yeah, he had like a, he had a big or time he interception. the Rams? He was with the Rams. I think he was... I don't know if he was drafted or if he was signed by the Rams. What 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 does uh what does Jordan Thomas do under Alex Grinch? I think he's good. I don't know if he ever becomes great though. I think he's the same thing as Parno Motley, to be honest. He's like just solid. He's solid. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Not special. Not anything important. Doug Meacham looks a lot like Matthew McConaughey. If he did copious amounts of drugs. <laughs> Doug Meacham looks like Matthew McConaughey and Tim Burton like and in a produced match, a child. Remember back to like when OU was looking for an offensive coordinator hire and they met with 
Third and real quick, I'm sorry. Third and six, and everybody was 12 yards off the ball. Did y'all see that? Yeah. yeah. Zach Sanchez, who who played the game, mind you, uh, nowhere to be found there. Yeah. He actually has a pretty good game later on. Yeah, he does. I'll give him credit this is a... because some defensive backs at OU currently struggle when the ball is thrown directly to them to catch the ball. At least Zach Sanchez could catch the fucking thing. Yeah, Trey Are Brown you gonna struggles, name? struggles with that. Trey Brown does. Oh, that Trey Brown, yeah. He, right to him several the times. The old cliche, that's why you don't play wide receiver, I guess, because you can't catch. Like who? Who are some other candidates? Oh, you courted. Like, didn't Bob Stoops court the other offensive coordinator for TCU? Sonny Cumbie. Sonny Cumbie. That's what it was. You oh, imagine, uh, we got a big touchdown. Scott Frost, I think, was on that list at some point. Yeah. I don't know if they ever interviewed though. You Frost. imagine, like, because I remember, I one hundred percent remember Bob actually meeting with Sonny Cumbie. Imagine if Bob goes with Sonny Cumbie instead of Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. Well, everybody knows why Bob went after Lincoln Riley, right? It was Mike Leach. Yeah. Mike Leach was like, listen here, you idiot. I know you're not doing your f***ing homework. <laughs> but hire f***ing Lincoln Riley. Do it. Mike Leach is like top five Sooner fan all time. He's a fantastic coach. I still have his number. He's like, when I podcast with him, he's like, hey, save my number. Call me. What podcast is that, by the way? It was, oh man, it was the old one that we had. What podcast are you on currently? Well, on Crimson and Cream, but like this one was for the Rough Rider podcast. It was a while back. God damn it! it like, like pump uh, your shit, trying to give you a platform here. It's on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. In iTunes. Uh, it's either called Fourth and Goal or Rough Riders yeah. or something. <laughs> it's been a minute, man. It's called Fourth and Goal, and Mike Stoops listens to it ten yards off the ball. He does. He does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's Steve, like, wait a minute. <laughs> Steven will be joining us over at Crimson and Cream, you know, in the fall. It's going to be great. We're going to break so, down film. Well, Coach Steven. I thought about making a, uh, a thread about it instead of just doing it live on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I can put out the uh, guard tackle poll. <laughs> it's always fun to get paid to talk about sports. If only. It's always fun. By the way, I think that was Foster Sawyer's best pass of the game. Four of four, four, four 91 four. yards, 37-yard pass to what? I think he ends up at like 8 of 20 or something. It's not very great. Joe Mixon doesn't let the ball go out of bounds, but catches it and gets a few yards on the kickoff return. Gosh, like, he just looks like a dynamic athlete. He just looks like a dynamic athlete. And now, like, we have Kennedy Brooks, who he's not bad, but anytime he runs the ball, it's like in Madden where you press the right analog stick up where he just covers the ball. Yeah. That's what you get. So Jordan Thomas got screwed a little bit, but he still just got straight beat. Yeah, he got beat, thought he had safety up over the top, and didn't have either. That's a Gary Cook secondary right there. Ahmad well, Thomas. Sighting. Hey, there's Will Johnson. <laughs> he is, Wearing his jersey in the appropriate setting. Wearing his jersey at a game. <laughs> oh, no, he was no. wearing the, uh, the away jersey at the other one. I miss Samaj. Oh, Samaj. Oh, my God. This man should have been stopped four yards for a gain, and he ends up getting like 15. Goodness. I'm surprised uh, Ty Summers didn't just spear him into the ground when he was falling right there. Hey, Ty Darlington didn't block anybody on that play, and Samaj still picked up 20 yards. Yeah, this man evaded and took on four tacklers and got 15 yards. I want someone to do a a Twitter thread. Makaya Quick sighting right there. Makaya Quick. Oh, my God. Wow. He had a pick six gift wrap for him in 2016 OU Texas, and he straight dropped it. Y'all remember that? I do. 
And then he got taken out of the game. I think he got hurt. And they went for his knees. What might have been? That looks like a skinny Mark Andrews comparative to what he becomes. Not quite the monster just yet. Well, Baker Mayfield takes the sack. Nilo Costati with uh, the Jonathan Alvarez as well. Yeah, I was about to say Jonathan Alvarez is being there somewhere too, right? Yeah, who is the other? We got Ty, Ty Darlington. We got Nilo Costati. They're, they're senior, seniors. Samia as a sophomore. Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown. And is it? Is it? Alvarez at the other I, guard spot? I think so. It's like Orlando Brown, left tackle, Alvarez, left guard, Darlington, Casatati, Samia. I think I see long hair. Because, like, both yeah. guards were Casatati. Alvarez is on the left. Casatati's on the right. There's Darlington on the ground. Doesn't know where to go. Alvarez is a two-star prospect, by the way. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> From Mesquite Horn. Uh, I, There's I, a recruiting dip somewhere in there. Whose fault is this? <laughs> Do you guys remember when <laughs> Casatati started the season and he didn't just start the season, but like they played him over Creed several times, and then once Creed started actually getting all the snaps, Casatati, uh, uh, not Casatati, but. Uh, Alvarez suddenly just like retired from the game of football. Suddenly, does that seem a little shady to you guys at all? You'd imagine, like, you would imagine, like, there are some shenanigans going on because, like, how how does that happen? Like, how does that personnel decision not get made sooner? It seems like exactly like, oh, basically, we're going to use you as a battering ram until Creed knows the offense, and then Sayonara. <sighs> Oh, Jordan Wade, man, that guy was there for like eight years. We <laughs> <laughs> got two degrees. He actually played with uh, new running backs coach, DeMarco Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Should we be like cautiously optimistic for DeMarco? Like, or do you guys lie on that one? It's um, a recruiting ploy to me. I think it's recruiting all the way. And like, it's cool. You get DeMarco Murray. It's cool, right? It's cool, kids. Yeah. I like spray tans. I mean, yeah. everything's fine. <laughs> I think the only person that's looking on this like truly negatively is probably Brennan Clay. Yep. God, do you remember that? Do you remember that whole ordeal? That was incredible. It was amazing. That Twitter, that Twitter thread was a fantastic because don't forget, like he had like the receipts or so to speak, and. He's like posting screenshots from his fiance or girlfriend or whatever her name's phone. He's like, "Look at that, guys! It's a Las Vegas area code," and it's like talking about his girlfriend, like in like in spray tan, like, "Hey, is it okay if like we do it in the bed?" And then like it was really <laughs> awkward. And then after all of that spat was done, it was. Brandon Clay posting this odd angled photograph of him and his girlfriend, like seemingly like nude, but they didn't, they didn't see any p- body parts. They were just like seemingly nude under a blanket. And like, she maybe is asleep and like, it's him staring dead eyes into the camera and being like, <laughs> I'm going to sell Kayani. I jumped to conclusions <laughs> by Kayani products. Pyramid scheme. Yeah. No, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's a multi-level marketing scheme. 
<laughs> he explained this to me a couple <laughs> times before he blocked me. Was it on a Twitter thread? <laughs> yeah. Not pyramid, multi-level marketing. Oh, we got a second and ten. Conver- huh. It's actually a nice hit by Zach Sanchez. There you go. Zach Sanchez, say what you want about him. He wasn't afraid to hit somebody. He did play the game. And he didn't get concussions. Well, we don't know that for certain. Maybe maybe like 20 years from now we'll know. I have a source that tells me <laughs> if uh, people have CTE or not. So. Aaron Hernandez has CTE. Two days. Oh, man. I don't even care if people don't find this entertaining. I'll at least find this entertaining when I when I listen to this to edit it <laughs> later on. <laughs> uh, guys- I got a third Nate. I've got pressure. Is that Charles Walker? Yes, Charles Walker before he quit on the team, according to what, Mike Stoops. What a quitter. Yep. Man, I was so close to Charles Walker on a podcast not, not that long ago, and then he just, like, ghosted everybody. Kind of like Mike Stoops. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, hey, let's talk about your – I was like, would you be willing to talk about all the stuff that went down regarding especially you and Mike Stoops? He's like, yeah. Mike I, was like, St- I was like, oh, fantastic. I want this man to rip Mike Stoops. I'm here for it. Mike Stoops is a good person, guys. Sterling mm-hmm. Shepard had the ability to pick the ball up and run with it, but he was probably... wears on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. Don't no. do it. Please <laughs> don't, don't pick the ball please up. Please don't try anything. Let's be conservative. This is a Big Ten offense. Or this is a Big Ten program now. Lincoln Ryan's like, fuck that shit. You would never forget. Oh, she beat the shit out of Baylor this game? I don't remember. I thought Oklahoma like, State had to have lost this game. I think OSU lost this game. Because they're ten and zero at this point, and they weren't undefeated in Bedlam. The next week, it was what's the game in Norman? The next week, oh, it was in Stillwater. Okay, got Joe Mixon out wide, right next to Duran Neal. I miss They're that. A huge target. Having running backs able to actually go out wide and make a play. <laughs> <laughs> People actually don't know how big of a target Duran Neal was for this offense. There's a lot of big things about Duran Neal. <laughs> Where's he at now? Is he in the XFL with Bob? Is he, or is he in the Canadian Football League? Well, Canada's a really big country. Ooh, that's a bad play by Orlando Brown. What a shame. He can't bitch press anything. It was the worst combine i ever seen. Can't run in his underwear. <laughs> he's got Same, though. He's got Same. Titties. He's got titties, man. You ever try to run in your underwear? It's not comfortable. That's all just so silly. Orlando Brown's good. You can be a casual watcher of football and could have guessed that. Gosh. I miss Samaj P. Ryan. Got a third and three. OU's offense has done nothing. Fire Lincoln. Baker Mayfield takes off, gets hit two yards behind the line of scrimmage, and is brought back. TCU's defense is humming. A couple offensive linemen looking backwards there. Was it Ty Darlington? Might have been. He's really smart, though. <clears throat> he is super smart. Like, he knows the offense in inside and out. The smartest man alive he is. Especially in, the, in this offense. I mean, his smarts really pay off when he's getting pushed five yards into the backfield. I mean, in Austin Seibert, do you feel like... God, he's a... Fr- oh, yeah, he was a freshman in 2015. Yeah. You feel like they really, like the Oklahoma special teams, kind of screwed part of partially his career by making him both kick and punt. Of course, yeah, a little bit. Did he miss one or two kicks 
his rookie season with the Browns. Yep. And yet every time he he trotted onto the field to kick a field goal for OU, unless it was inside thirty yards, I always thought he's going to miss this shit. Mm-hmm. Like that the potential game winner he trotted out for against Army. I I think I was at KFOR at the time when I was working in the front desk and um, I was watching it next to Brian Brinkley, and I was just like, he's going to miss this shit. Watch. And I turned around and walked away, and I heard Brinkley go, "Oh my god." <laughs> That's <sighs> what happens, man. That's what happens. That's what when happens you when you take a dip in recruiting. You know, specialize in one area. Like Cyber was one of the best kickers to come out of whatever. The important thing to remember is, like, overall, like, you know, there are flaws on this Oklahoma team, no doubt, but they're better than most. <laughs> better than most is a fantastic mantra. <laughs> is this where? Sawyer starts to just jack passes up because he feels too confident. Yep. The he'll confidence get, is sky high right now. He'll get in trouble a couple times. Just like throwing the ball up and he gets intercepted like two, three times in this game, I think. At some Does point, he finish this game? I believe so. N- no, Colehausen will. Oh, Cole, yeah, Housen, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they put him in, and I don't know if it was because he found rhythm or if it was because Trevor Knight eventually comes in and plays this game in the second half, but something happened. It's a good question. <clears throat> oh, oh, we got oh, a yep, pick. Yep. Zach Sanchez, Sanchez jumps the route. Wow. Read that perfectly. Defensive backs reading the route and jumping the was route that, was that catching Will, the ball. Was that Will Johnson or Zach Sanchez? That's that was Sanchez. Uh, Sanchez. That would not have been Will Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Sanchez is actually good at reading and jumping routes, and he was over-aggressive at times, but I still, honestly, like, I think Zach, said, Zach Sanchez would be terrific in Alex Grinch defense. He'd be their best corner. Yeah, he would. Or, I guess, defensive back. By far, they'd ha- probably have to start Zach Sanchez and Jaden Davis next year. Like, he played aggressively. He wasn't afraid to hit. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't afraid to hit and jumped several routes. Now, did he get burned on those route sometimes because uh, Zach Sanchez was always so susceptible to the devil move because he was so aggressive uh, but it worked more often than he didn't he also tried to hit stick everybody at he like did any five foot nine five foot ten 145 pounds messed up his shoulder yeah, he doesn't have CTE but his shoulder does <laughs> well you can repair that <laughs> hopefully that doesn't make you a murderer in a weird way I mean you could I guess you could put Buki in that Zach Sanchez kind of category as far as being an undersized guy that's going to try to jump routes and, you know, also bite on double moves. But Zach actually caught the ball. That's true. That helps. Ah. Joe, he's so good. He is. He is. I mean, like, like, when I talk about Joe Mixon, like, this guy – is just 100% a football player and an athlete. Like you look at Rodney Anderson, you look at Seth McGowan, you look at Trey Sermon, like those guys are 100% running backs. But you look at Joe Mixon, and he's just like a tall, long, lanky, incredibly impressive athlete that happens to play running back. There's a difference. If you guys remember, at this time, he wasn't talking to the media at all because right. he was a redshirt freshman. And then he finally had to talk to the media during the Orange Bowl, and the whole thing. Um, thing when he punched me a monitor was still ongoing, so he couldn't legally talk about it. But 
My God. This was five years ago. It's a little bit ago. I can't believe that shit. This is 2015. This is the year after I graduated from college. The f*** was I doing? Never forget Joe Mixon. The first quarter has ended, by the way. Up the side of the field on te- Texas Tech, one-handed catching that thing. 2016. That is, is that the most frustrating game you guys have ever watched? Back and forth, back and forth. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, man. Still. But it, we, did, it, we didn't know he was Patrick Mahomes at this time. This was not Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. This was Texas Tech, and Mike Stoops' defense couldn't stop them. Yeah, the, the, the defensive backs were running into each other. Like They didn't know what they were doing like at all. And that's, at the same time, I always felt like Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. From a talent standpoint, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, I mean, like. What does the tape tell you? <laughs> tells him that Spencer Rattler's next Patrick Mahomes. I've seen him throw live. Seen him throw live, and he can do it behind the back, in on the run, a jump pass, on the tape. What did Theo East do against Stingley? He just killed him. <laughs> killed him. Why didn't Theo East play the Peach Bowl? My column. Oh, we got Sterling Shepard wide open in the back of the end zone. Yeah. Baker Mayfield hits him in stride touchdown. That's Oklahoma. right. Yeah, they they score a touchdown right before the second quarter begins. 22 seconds left in the first quarter. Like It took Oklahoma a long time to get their crap going. And Tom Sawyer on the sideline going, shit, <laughs> Let's th- run the go route. Let's do it again. Northern Iowa, now 2-0 in the AP versus number one teams, defeats Kansas in 2010 NCAA tournament. Oh, my God. Stats now ESPN at the bottom. Men, I like Sterling Shepard a lot. How, how do you guys... If you guys were to pick one of the two between Sterling Shepard and Ryan Broyles, who would you choose? Sterling. I think we'd go Sterling as well. Sterling's Sterling more Shepard talented. Um, Ryan was really good at finding soft spots and zones. He was so good at that. But Sterling is just faster and stronger. Yeah, I always felt like Ryan Broyles was like Sterling light. Sterling, is, like his route running is second to none. Like, I think he didn't he break some sort of combine record with, like, how crisp his routes were, along with his strength, his high pointing of the ball, his hands are much better, I felt like. The guy is just so much more physical and blocking downfield. Uh, I'll take I'll take Sterling Shepard 10 out of 10 if we're going up against Ryan Broyles. The other thing about Brian is, I mean, he broke those records, and he was, he was good. He played in a... Josh Heupel, Landry Jones offense. Like, the, the numbers are inflated. That's Cody Thomas. Cody Thomas sighting, yeah, man. Yeah, he stuck on. Like, was he a senior? Or did he, did he transfer? I think he just finished playing baseball. I think. Um, There have only been three quarterbacks at OU in the last decade that have rushed for over 100 yards in a game. Can you name them? Three quarterbacks that rushed for 100 yards in a game? Yeah. In history? In the last decade. Uh, Kyler, Jalen, Cody Thomas. Cody Thomas against Texas Tech the oh. in 2014. In that, I remember that game was so infuriating because... Like, they, they would hand it to Samaje randomly, yeah. and he would go off for, like, 80 yards and, like, break 12 tackles. And Josh Heupel was like, no, 
This is a throwing the ball off. Yeah, God. Like that was a, <laughs> Yeah, remember that first half and so infuriating it was cuz Josh Heupel kept on trying to throw the ball deep with a f-ing baseball player at quarterback. In in a windy day when the wind is against you, I'm like what are you doing? It's this Texas Tech. Run the ball. And then the second half they actually did read option read zone whatever. They ran the ball so many times and they finally actually just put the game away. It's unbelievable. And then and we're watching this game and Jordan Evans, after he got an ass-chewing by his father after the Texas Tech game. Yeah, an ass-chewing by his dad and not the actual coaches to get him right. Well, because OU was... They won the game, and that's the important thing. Like... God for like God forbid you clean stuff up like not giving up a school record in total yardage, uh, fourth down, third down conversions, uh, points scored, um, no turnovers, mind you. Imagine imagine being that shitty of a coaching staff <laughs> that that you become a, a paid intern in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, God, yeah. Oh. It, it's just like imagine being that shitty of a coaching staff that you've had issues all year. And Texas Tech is, of course, your your showdown with Patrick Mahomes, and you have an awful, awful game. And it's not what what Coach Kish is saying. It's not what Coach Mike Leach, not Mike Leach, uh, what Coach Mike Stoops is saying to get you be better. But it's Jordan Evans, like, oh yeah, I finally got my game turned around when me and my dad sat down and watched some film. Like, (laughs) are you fucking kidding me? Really, and then now you have like, you have four games left. Kenneth Murray. Oh, we got a oh so close. Ahmad Thomas. You have Kenneth Murray like pra- singing praises and like being very emotional on what Brian, Coach Brian Odom, had actually brought to the table to him, like actually coaching him and like answering all his questions and being successful and like really answering any questions and helping him be a better football player. Like a player should not be crying over a coach. That it's actually shown him football and how to react and read plays for the first time in his career as an inside linebacker. That blows my mind. Sterling Shepard uh, basically fair catches a punt again. He blocking. <laughs> Tried to sell my um, uh, one of my friends at Logie some. Really? Oh yeah. There's, there's Maybe that's why I ran so fast. In a straight line. <laughs> yes, in a straight line. <laughs> Now cut. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Dude, it was... <laughs> a week later, in on like a long kick return. Return to kick off like 96 yards. Like and seven got, steps he looked like away. a giraffe with new legs. He's like, I don't know what to do. Help me. <laughs> he did. He did. Baker Mayfield with the play action. Breaks to the right, looking downfield, takes off, picks up the first down. Oh, he, he stutter step too. Yeah, he's now he's shit talking. There you go. Before he gets lit, we well, got a flag though. Do you have a flag? Eddie Izzard's great stuff. I love Eddie Izzard. I'm from Europe, where history comes from. <laughs> <laughs> people, people that might be listening to this have no idea who Eddie Izzard is. I would recommend if you like Monty Python if you like, humor, then if like, you like cross dressing comedians, <laughs> Eddie Izzard is the man for you. The <laughs> Death Star Cantina is so fun. The cafeteria, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> oh, are you from catering? Dee Dee Westbrook, 
No. Bl- wow. Blitnikoff. Is that the most random award of, of an OU's illustrious trophy case? Is D.D. Westbrook of all people? I f- yeah, I feel D. like D.D. Westbrook it. deserved it. But that, I feel like there's so many more wide receivers that have deserved it before and even after him. Let's see. There was Mark Clayton, uh, Ryan Broyles, Sterling Shepard, um, C.D. Lamb, Lamb, Hollywood Brown. If C.D. Lamb had a legitimate quarterback this year that could actually throw the ball over the middle, C.D. Lamb wins a Belinikoff. You see, here's where I'll disagree with you. and I, like, I'm actually curious what you guys think about this. If Kyler Murray, for whatever reason, because he could have very well have come back. He, yeah. he could have. If he came back, I don't know if C.D. Lamb's numbers are better. Because Kyler Murray would have bounced the ball around. Now, all those opportunities where CeeDee Lamb is wide open and we're pointing it out during the game and Jalen straight misses him. So give give CeeDee like 20 to 30 more catches this season so he has 90 catches this season. Kyler's still going to bounce the ball around. He's not going to lock in on CeeDee Lamb the whole time. Right. But I still feel like there are so many more times CeeDee Lamb was open under Jalen under Jalen Hurts that he just didn't look at him. And also, uh, Jalen just had either a mistrust of his arm or a mistrust of what he could do with the ball. And as far as, like, just throwing it up and going and getting it. And, uh, you know, that's something that Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray would do with, like, you know, your dynamic athletes like a CeeDee Lamb. Like, throw the ball up, just go up and get it. And I, I feel like just giving him that chance. Like, you saw it in the beginning of the of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Like, he just said, you know, he just threw the ball up for damn grabs and CeeDee Lamb, like he is, the athlete he is, comes down and gets it. So I feel like regardless of his quarterback was, even if his quarterback was a, a, a Spencer Rattler this year, just throw the damn ball up. It's a jump ball. And, like, you got, you have the best player on the field. Go up and get it. I still feel like he comes down with the Belenikoff. Well, you know, having said that, if Spencer Rattler completes that pass, Tanner Mordecai's coming out there. So remember that. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, 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 there, there it is. is. There it is. Ty Summers being an asshole. D- being There's a dick. Ty Darlington going up to confront Ty Summers. He's probably going to get pushed back 10 yards. Yeah. And he says, hey, that's not that's not okay. We don't do that in the game of football. Credit to the official. He immediately f***ing threw it. And it, it, I feel like it's always the, the same complaint that I have. It's always the ref that has the complete line of sight to the <laughs> violated play. And they're the ones who never f***ing throw the flag. It's always the back judge that yeah. has to, like, two seconds later, what the f***? God damn it, I'll throw it. So, like, in hindsight, watching this game, because I was like, oh, Baker Mayfield's not playing the second half. But in hindsight, watching this game, Baker Mayfield clearly is f***ed up and has a concussion right after this hit. But yeah. they, they let him play for the remaining, basically, the entire yeah. second quarter. <laughs> He's like, Coach Riley, it's okay. I got this. I feel fine. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the number one overall pick. What's the for next the Cleveland play Browns in two years? And Lincoln's like, oh my god, he's completely. F-ed. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next play call? Purple. All right. Well, let's go in, guys. <laughs> let's watch this shit in super slow motion. Because he avoids two tacklers, and then he's already going down. This motherfucker oh, just spears him in the right back of the helmet. Right in the helmet. back of the Jesus in Christ. The medulla oblongata. Yeah. Medulla oblongata. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, Alligators. That's Which why I think, they're so I think angry. Pirine. God, let's see it again. God, ESPN. Jesus gets a similar hit here later by the safety, but they don't call it. Credit to Ty Darlington for letting that play blow up. <laughs> yeah, by I can't Ty wait Summers. for him to tweet. Like, if, if for whatever reason this podcast blows up and it is brought to his attention, I can't wait for him to be like, 
look at it. Look, look at the play. I did my job. You don't know shit. You, you never played. played the game. You didn't have your hand in the dirt. <laughs> you never played Division One football. You know what you're talking about. You know who's not playing Division One football in this game anymore? Ty Summers. Mm-hmm. This is ass oh, going I was gonna to say. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I brought the pain, brother. CTE. Uh, well, I mean, allegedly, girls soccer. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Baker Mayfield clearly doesn't know. He still thinks he's in Lubbock. Guns, <laughs> guns up. Am I right, guys? Yep. Texas Tech North. Someone in a Bosworth jersey, just give him the birds. <laughs> Remember when you. people thought Levi Draper was the next Bosworth just because <laughs> he was white? He was white and... But all of his oh, highlights God. were just like snuffing out, like just, just like dives. Well, he was hashtag okay preps. God. Like you had to get him. Hashtag otherwise, okay he was, otherwise, he was going to go somewhere else and run over Robert Barnes from that school. Yep, that's true. <laughs> run over Robert Barnes and really destroy his like his health and his... confidence. I think he like broke his leg. Yeah, I think he broke his fucking leg. That's, I forgot. I forget, dude. dude Colin Drew Kaepernick Samia. is still playing with the 49ers. Yes. he's out for the season with a shoulder. I forget Drew Samia played as a true freshman because. Josiah St. John was so garbage. Yeah, it was isn't he the guy who lost us the Texas game because yep. he'd put his hand in the dirt? Yeah, Literally. He would tip off the opposing defensive end with his feet, either it's pass pro or run. God, does Josiah St. John have a Twitter account? I think so. And if <laughs> if he goes at a journalist for saying, you don't, nev- you don't ever know because you didn't have your hand in the dirt, just say, yeah, and Texas thanks you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. And he was like, <laughs> he was like one of the first two picks of the Canadian football. Football league, whatever it is. F- 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 football play. Oh, Baker Mayfield doesn't know what's going on. He's nah. just like, Brett, but he's like, still making it work. Look at look. That's he used to be so fast when he was younger. Then he had to bulk up and he lost his speed. He avoided like five tackles in that play. He still got seven yards. Well, he was like cross-eyed too. That's like the most impressive. Part. And you know, what's, no, the most impressive part is he didn't turn the ball over. Ty Darlington got worked. <laughs> Drew Samia, <laughs> Drew Freshman got worked. Because there are different quarterbacks in this league. Alvarez that actually had like a nice nice little play there. This man is like drooling, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, he's fine. He's not concussed. Everything. He looks like that guy. You've seen that, uh, that video this week where that guy's just throwing up on himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's Baker Mayfield right now. Like, he's fine. <laughs> he's good. Oh, it's man. not Lincoln, right? It's the... It's a, Medical staff guy. You good? Uh, uh, I, th- I think we'll find out after these <laughs> after these messages. See, I'm right across the street on Lindsay Street because back then, kids, they used to let you tailgate over there. Now, they'd rather have empty buildings because David Bourne wants to owe you look like uh, Hogwarts. Yeah. But David Bourne, always a fan of the of the students. Yeah, especially I mean, the one. Especially the ones with without <laughs> vaginas. <laughs> What is it? X, it? Do we have XY chromosomes or XX chromosomes? X, uh, the males have the XYs. XYs, okay. Yeah. And the women have the, the XX. What if they had triple X? No, just XX. But David Bourne, a fan of the X, of the Ys. And the triple X. <laughs> yeah. 
And when those two get put together, well, I, I mean, I'll admit when I was like 13 in middle school, I would have triple X throwback jerseys. Cause you know, baggy jerseys were in, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> they were in back then baggy pants. Like, mom, I don't want pants that go above my knees. Ugh. I think that's Dallas Todd right there. That is Dallas Todd. That was the class that they signed like four, six foot four and above wide receivers. And none of them panned out besides Sterling Shepard. Was there Dan and uh, Cavill? Well, Dan and Cavill, Dallas Todd. Where Mark Andrews Mark Andrews out. was technically yeah. a wide receiver, yeah. according um, to Rivals. Even though he said he wanted to play tight end. Well, there was that big debate, like, DeJuan Miller? make your wide receiver, no, and then he gets, gets to campus, like, maybe you should be a tight end. And he's like, yeah. no. But then he does it anyways, and now he's like a pro bowler. Yeah, superstar. <laughs> Imagine George, Ki- George Kittle, who is an all-pro NFL tight end. Um, he went to school at Iowa. And he lived, he he graduated from Highside in Norman, literally right down the street from OU, and he ends up going to Iowa and becoming an all-pro NFL tight end. And, of course, his dad sucks balls. Like he's one of the worst offensive line coaches. One of the worst hires. And golf buddy <laughs> uh, of Bob Stoops. <laughs> one of the worst hires in the history of hires, of being hired. And like he ends up going to Iowa, and of course he was like six foot, six foot four, six two, two hundred. Um, so OU didn't offer him, and of course he goes to Iowa, blows up to two, six four, two forty, and he becomes an all NFL All Pro. And same thing with Charlie Kolar, he goes to North and OU. Like they have Austin Stogner now, and of course Grant Cal- Calcutta had to retire due to injuries. But we got to go route. And it's Zach Sanchez with the. And so Catch those, on those the outside hunt. go routes. Foster Sawyer, Sawyer yeah. is just like, uh, well, it works on Madden. This man is straight up throwing the ball just into like the into, into the, the sky. Air. Yeah, and he's not even throwing it with any trajectory. Is it a fade? And he's looking at the ball. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Baker Mayfield <laughs> with the half smirk. Here's a question: Does Eric Stryker get recruited in Grinch's system? That is a good question. I've always thought. I was thinking about that as soon as the game started. No. I'm say no. No, he'd have to be a player that Alex Grinch inherits, and then he realizes, oh, I can use this motherfucker. Yeah. He's small. What is he, like 5'10"? Yeah, he's he's smaller than I am. He's shorter than I am. But he got speed off the edge. God, his first step was so good. Yeah, it was elite. Like, he single-handedly and, and, wrecked and and, Alabama's offensive line in the Sugar Bowl. And that's the thing. Like, when people get caught up in star rankings and all that stuff, and, and it's true. Like, OU needs the talent because you, you increase your margin for error if you have a lot of five-star, high four-star athletes. But there is something to be said about having guys that can just that are just gamers. And the problem, I think, with, like, a lot of the recruiting in the 2010s was the coaching staff at the time just – kind of rested on the laurels of, well, we can turn three stars into first-round draft picks. Yeah. And they proved that they could do that more times than maybe other coaching staffs in the conference, but your margin for error is so small at that point. And that's, again, that's why you have guys out here playing and starting that shouldn't be starting and playing at the University of Oklahoma. Like Jonathan Alvarez was a two-star. Ty Darlington. <laughs> Darlington was a four-star out of Apopka, Florida. Yeah, and I was like a... always so surprised, like how like he was smart and he can make the calls, but damn, he gets knocked on the backfield and he unless he's like double teaming somebody. But then you look at Joe Mixon as a five-star and you're like, Jesus, like this man 
He does whatever he wants. Who made him a four star? Was it Rivals or Twenty Four Seven? Joe Mixon. Yeah, he wasn't right. a it consen- was Rivals. He wasn't a consensus five star. Rivals made him a four star. Why? Because they hate Oklahoma. I don't know. Yeah, they saw what was gonna come. Oh, Costati gives up huge block. The play's broken. Baker Mayfield moves around, throws high. Sterling Shepard catches it, but God, he got punked. Like, oh, he you know, he bobbled it. It's incomplete. But that's something that's something that's unique about Baker Mayfield, and that's something unique about Kyler Murray is that these are dudes that use the pocket, and these are dudes that legitimately read defenses and like went through their progressions. Whereas you know what we saw this past year with Jalen Hurts is if his first read is not there, this man is taking off, and for the first half of the year it worked well, and then the second half of the year, nope, was bad. And he would also turn the ball over a significant amount of times. What kind of impact did Duran Neal leave on the program? A big one. <laughs> a long one, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Very gutsy I, performer. I, I don't know if it's going to fit, really. <laughs> Very gutsy performer. Smart JP Ryan just... Falls forward. Darlington just pancaked that guy. <laughs> Credit. Was he already falling down? Could have been. There's a lot of turtleneck gang members in this uh, here football game. Shout out Madison Morris. <laughs> Gosh, I remember this offensive line. Orlando Brown getting a 15-yard penalty like twice every other game. But they were meaningful. Yeah. Like And that, and that was passed on to Cody Ford. He's a badass. And that has been passed on to nobody still. It, it, Powers. It, I would say Marquise, Marquise Hayes. Marquise Hayes is yeah. a goon. Marquise Hayes. Yeah. This man had... Well, his his penalties were holds. Yeah. But I don't you know. Can be, you can he be had, aggressive with your one hold. or two where he would just like Marquise pretty much... Marquise Hayes is the enforcer on that line. Like his, his arms stretch down to basically to his knees. And he's just a road grader. Mm-hmm. I don't a, think he's afraid to kill someone. Need a really, left, need he a left might have tackle. to kill somebody. Who knows? Need a left tackle for your 19-year-old yeah. D1, day one starting quarterback. Yeah, who do you think that's going to be? Do you think it's going to be Adrian Ely? I thought you were going to ask me who's going to start a quarterback. <laughs> or no, not Ely, but uh, oh, Wilkins. Do you think it's going to be Wilkins? Stacey Wilkins. Or do you think it's gonna? they're still going to go with Swenson? Sam May he's got seems, a lot of room to grow. Sam May seems to thank the world of Stacey Wilkins. I think a lot of people do. He's a good guy. He's a good. He's a good player. I think he's more talented than Swinson. But apparently, Swinson played this entire season not healthy. So who knows? They have a lot of options, and that's that's the that's the great thing under Bill Beatonbow. Oh crap! Oh yeah, this was that. Uh, I forgot about that play. What happened? This is one of those Bob Stoops kind of gutsy plays where you're like Baker Mayfield's like I don't trust the middle of my line, so I'm going to do a little trick play. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's like, oh, audible, audible, and he oh, leaves yeah, to go, they, and then they, 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 did the right. they did this a few Except times. Except TCU was 100% ready for it, but they were not ready for Samaj P. Ryan to smack them in the face. So that's what I miss about Yeah, this was the 2015 version of uh, handing it off to Jordan Smallwood in motion. Oh, I don't say that. It worked the first three times. It's just like, you miss a running back like Samaj. Oh, is that Daniel Brooks? Is that Daniel Brooks in the game? Oh, 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 Baker's got, oh, just so close. Sit outside. 
But like got a hold. Samaje Pirine is the type of guy that you'd hit him once or twice, and he'd still get you five to six yards. Whereas you look at Kennedy Brooks, he'll he'll get you maybe that extra yard. But Samaje, it took like two to three guys to bring him down, and that's what you miss. And then of course Joe Mixon, this man, he could play anywhere you wanted to. You could play him in the slot. You could play him outside. You could play yeah hell he could play him with tight end spot. And he he creates mismatches everywhere, and that's that's what I think honestly Oklahoma's missing right now, and that's why Demarco Murray's first like you know piece of business is go get Kamar Wheaton, number one running back. Yeah, but what's the comp though? <laughs> God. A guy that's a, what's the comp though? That's the important thing here. He's the number one running back and number six player in the country. That's the comp. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah, but if you get him, you're gravy. Gravy. He's not at hashtag OK Preps though, so I mean, some people might be upset by this misallocation of resources. I can't. Well, this is eventually going to happen. When is that? What is it? Sevion Morrison. He's going to turn out to be a pretty good player, and people are going to look back and be like, "Well, they didn't give him a chance." <sighs> it's true. Wonder percent true. Jeremy Calhoun, he just he just needed a chance, guys. <laughs> yeah, where did Calhoun a- actually end up? He just transferred. Like Some th- small there was Texas him, school, right? there was Justin Johnson, Brandon Williams, and Brandon Williams ended up playing DB A and M. Yeah, he was good. He just fumbled all the fucking time. Yeah, five star running backs. Oh, Justin wow. Johnson was the wasn't he the kid that wrote Bob Stoops like this dramatic letter mm-hmm. when he committed. Then uh, that was it. What was it? But at least we we mentioned his name. Have you ever written Bob Soup's letter? <laughs> hey, yeah, have you? On an unrelated note, do you guys want to play darts? Let's <laughs> <laughs> get a fantastic dartboard in this humble abode. And there, there's lots of targets here. There's my, my Kobe ribbon from the Thunder game the other night. It's on that dartboard, too. I need to put that in a different spot because that... That ribbon represents, you know, something good. The dartboard represents anger and aggression and um, getting to your tea time at Pebble Beach <laughs> by 7 a.m. sharp. And hiring the people there to be on your staff. Yeah. Rehabilit- rehabilitate your image. Um, get raises. You're safe here. Yes. Everybody love everybody. No, you can't hurt feelings. Is that Grant Botham as the holder? I think so. Didn't he win the uh, the hoodie? Was it him or was it the other guy that won it like with with Cybert? Connor McGinnis. Connor McGinnis. Connor McGinnis won the hoodie. Who Come votes on. on that? I don't even. Mostly know. irrelevant people, <laughs> like myself. <laughs> Do you watch a lot of film? <laughs> I watch the Coles, Coles, Coles kicking camp. I watch a lot of film on the holders. Does Joe Mixon have a really long neck? I feel like he does. He'd always like when when he's not like when in between plays, he always like leans his head back. Yeah, I did notice that. Where he kind of like looks through the bottom of his face. Yeah, mask. he just looks through the bottom of his face max. And well, I mean, it's kind of it's good for your spine. So credit to him for thinking. For being forward thinking with his body, we're always crunched. He's down playing like in twenty thirty. Yeah, 
I mean, hopefully, because I mean, I can't imagine a worse hell, worse or hell playing for Cincinnati. What would, Sorry, Joe Burrow. What would Ron L. Lewis have done in an Alex Grinch defense? Oh, probably been an All-American. Probably flunked out like he did. Did he really? Was it great? He's just a <laughs> aggressive badass. Because I remember he played eight-man football from Dewar. Dewar. And we were like, I don't know if it's going to translate. And the next thing you know, he's like, just like, Killing guys. There's the a Sun Bowl against Stanford, and he had like three hits, and it's just like, what the hell is this? All three of those guys flunked out of Stanford after that game <laughs> from CTE. Well, Stanford is hard. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Toby Gerhardt? Was that the guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah good. was it Gerhardt? Was it yeah, it was Gerhardt. Um, Andrew Luck was injured that game, so it was like, like Bradford Pritchard. Or Andrew Pritchard. Tavita Pritchard. Tavita Pritchard. That's what it was. Yeah, because Sam was also obviously out. And Trent Williams played center. Brody Eldridge was hurt. Oh, yeah. Trent Rattery. Oh, man. That was a hard year. Oh. Oh, Eric Stryker claims there's a fumble. Charles Tapper. Is he still with the Cowboys? I don't think so. He's somewhere. This is one of those plays that kind of stood out to me when I watched this. This man day. has dyed his when beard. When you went back to the tape? When I went back to the tape the other day, look at the guys not doing anything. So you got... This guy just like standing off to the Tapper, side. You got you got Stryker. <laughs> but look. Stephen Parker. That's an Alex Grinch. Dominique, that, Dominique a, Alexander just standing there like, what's going on, guys? That's an Alex Grinch play right there. Tapper didn't quit. But like eight other dudes did. <laughs> well, because... Like, they had relatively done their job. Would Tapper play inside on a Grinch's defense on a 4-2-5? Mm, I think he still stays he still, outside. His, he had a good first step. <laughs> or maybe he's one of those guys that they kind of move around a little bit. And remember when Gino Grissom had a big year in 2013 and they had no idea what the hell to do with him in 2014? No, wasn't he a senior in 2013? I thought he played in 14, too. What year did he play tight end? You remember that? Ugh. Was it, no, that was 2012. It was his freshman year. Yeah. Or his sophomore year. Because he played tight end one game. It was the Florida A&M game, mm-hmm. and he caught a pass, and that was it. Which another, like, way back in the Sooner time machine. Do y'all remember, <laughs> y'all remember when Reggie Smith caught a pass against Washington in 2006? Yep. As a receiver, and that mm-hmm. was it. Oh, to the well, cr- the end zone, D.D. Westbrook. Well, D.D. Westbrook off. push off right here. He danced. That's a hard push off right there. It was, it was a competitive play. This I was actually is... sitting right in front of that play. Were you? And I was like, maybe they might call this, but they might not. You were like, shh. Don't and say imagine. Don't say anything. No. Baker Mayfield threw that pass. <laughs> Luckily, Mike Defee wasn't on the field. Baker Mayfield threw that pass, not knowing what the hell is going on in the back of <laughs> his brain. Mike Defee, have you no honor? They actually had a... Well, uh, if Reggie Smith were on the field, the official Reggie Smith, we would have... quality uh, control guy standing at the corner of the end zone with a big, bright yellow arrow said, throw it here. <laughs> that play. Uh, everyone's happy on the sideline. D.D. Westbrook just basically does what He's he does best. He just runs straight. Uh, there's off. a push-off, right? <laughs> All over. He dances afterwards. Late separation is what they call it. Yeah, late separation. Who's a better tandem, Shepard and Dee Dee Westbrook or Dee Dee and Hollywood? 
CD in Hollywood? You mean? C- CD in Hollywood, excuse me. Say CD in Hollywood. CD in Hollywood. I mean, it, it's Mainly because CD. Well, imagine Hollywood with CD Lamb, Junior CD Lamb. Like, this this year, CD Lamb was like him going f***ing Super Saiyan. He made plays I didn't think he was capable of making. That that 75-yard touchdown he had against Kansas State mm. where he broke all those tackles, I never thought of him as a break tackles, yards after catch receiver. He was just always kind of a NFL, I can catch anything if it's in my area. And then I can maybe, like, outrun a guy or two, but he's not going to break four or five tackles on right. one play. He did that all season this year when he had the opportunity to. He had to. I mean, like... He, he absolutely had to. He, he had was to make the best most, player. He had to make the most of his catches because he was not guaranteed another damn catch. I lived bad in day. Gosh. Hey, let's talk about OU's kickers. OU's kicker. Gabe Burkich? Burkich. one? This man didn't miss a kick all year, was not on any list. How do you not miss a kick all year and you're not on any list? Anywhere. Well, because it's all a preseason circle jerk fest. Why didn't Curtis Lofton win the uh, Butkus Award in 2007? That's a, I will die on that hill. Because the racist. Well, he wasn't on a preseason list because he wasn't a, a starter prior to that year. Lofton's from Kingfisher, isn't he? Yep. Man, the group chat is lit. Is it? Are there any articles posted from a local university? <laughs> if they are, it's a joke. What's going on? What's going on in the group chat? Oh, my goodness. I really think Jordan Thomas would have been good under Grinch. What about... It would have just come down to him, really. Like, because the skill set's there, the frame is there, the f- the the physical tools are all there. It would just come down to him. Do you think PJ and Bannister would have been nope. good under Grinch? Nope. He couldn't turn his f***ing hips. That is something you uh. cannot coach. He could not turn his hips. Because he was like 6'1", 185, coming in as a freshman. Yeah. I think a lot of that hype was... When they brought that trophy to him on his recruiting visit, mm. that kind of bumped up his ranking a little bit. True. It's true. Well, we're getting very close to halftime, which means we're getting very close to Trevor Knight time. <laughs> and that's when the real party <laughs> that's starts. That's where the real party does start. That's correct. Oh, three-man rush. Can't wait. Everybody's roughly seven to eight yards off the ball. Well, I mean, because it, it's much more important to be beaten by a like a thousand paper cuts than by one big play. It's true. You know, I mean, wasn't that the reason they ran Brent Venables out of town for was the big play? Uh, probably yes. If I recall, if I recall correctly, if I recall correctly, that's terrible. And now they're kind of back to that. We'll be aggressive if we give up a big play. Then so be it. Yeah, because. Being aggressive is good because this mindset of, oh, we'll just keep the ball in front of me and give up eight yards is just like the most weak mindset I can think of. Like that's like bend but don't break is such a weak and pussified mindset. Well, well, I really don't get it because, I mean, think of it this way. If you're a defensive coordinator, I get why you wouldn't want to come to the Big 12 or even OU or even Texas. Like I kind of get it. But if you really sit and think about it, 
you can be as aggressive as you fucking want to when you get your guys in as a defensive coordinator because it's like if I'm aggressive and we give up a big, a big play, okay, go stop Kyler Murray now. Like you've got an offense and a quarterback that can more than make up for the mistakes your side of the football gives yeah. up. So it gives you like like basically the green light to just be the most aggressive motherfucking defensive coordinator that you've always wanted to be. So to me, it's like if you're a conservative at a school like OU with this with these offenses, then that just says more about you being a gigantic pussy. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I agree. Like, I just don't understand the point of not being aggressive because if you're just going to sit back and let this happen to you and be like, oh, they'll make a mistake eventually, like, you're not going to – nothing is going to go your way. Nothing will go your way. Like, Texas Tech will kill you, like, as we saw against Patrick Mahomes. You're going to rush three, and knowing you're not going to get any sort of pressure, like, nothing is going to go your way. Or 2014 Baylor, the game that I try not to, like, think of all the time, rushing three, blitzing, like, oh, but, well, the blitz just wasn't getting there. Well, yeah, because your defensive backs were lining off 10, off, 10 yards off the ball, and your guys, your Baylor receivers just running outs. Yeah, I mean, it's just quitting before the play even starts. It's like we're reserved to the fact that we're not good enough. It's like, okay, if you want to do that, then go be a paid intern in Tuscaloosa. And, like, what effect does that have on the player's mentality as far as, like, it what you're doing? trickles down. It, it's just natural. It's poisonous. You're still getting rid of the Mike Stoops stink years later. This is going to be a few-year process. Yeah, I mean, this is year two, so I'm intrigued to see what Grinch does. That shouldn't have been another pick. But I'm curious to see what Grinch does in year two because, like, they're continuously, like, they literally, like, it seems like they, they he just, like, said, he posted a list of names outside of his office window. <laughs> was like, all right, show up at this time. And then they just transfer portaled all these kids. And it was like, yeah, you're not going to play. 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 You're going to play. And, like, now you're looking at, like, Juku guys, which if they work out, fantastic. It's a stopgap for you to recruit. Uh, you're looking at portal guys. If they work out, fantastic. It's a stopgap year to recruit. And if they don't work out, you know what? You have one or two years. And so you can get your guys in. And, like, if you guys remember, like, they had legitimate guys recruited to them before Grinch came in, but they like out of modern day. I can't remember his name right now. Uh Daring Green Warren. But they were oh, like yeah. five foot ten, five foot nine, you know, in cleats. And Alex Grinch was like, Yeah, we're not we're not about that. Like we're gonna end guys like Joshua Eaton. You must like, be this tall to play that defense. Are, that here. are six foot two, one eighty, <laughs> six foot six foot three, one seventy five. That's what we want in this defense, and you're not that at all. So like you look at Dylan, is it Dylan Mukes? Or was it is it just something Into Mukes? the twenty twenty one kid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's from Oklahoma. Okay, preps, but like it's a legitimate like hashtag okay preps but it's like a legitimate guy that's like okay like, i wouldn't mind seeing that because this man is an athlete and he's incredibly long and athletic and that's what he wants in his defensive backfield regardless if he's high highly rated or not so then you're going with these short-armed kids to like hey guys that can disrupt timing which in the big 12 is huge like disrupting the timing of quarterbacks to wide receivers is big and also guys that can compete and run uh, and run in the run game. And right now, like Buki tried to take on a tight end over the middle of the field and he literally blocked out. They had to get the smelling salts on this man. Well, I, well on that note, I mean, can we consider like a player like Duran Neal long and athletic? Definitely long. He could be athletic too. I'm, I'm, 
mean, it's the a, jury's the, still out on the, that. Yeah, that's one. certainly a conversation for another day. Which uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, <laughs> leave a comment below. <laughs> Daron Neal, he Daron Neal, like knowing him as a player, it's like in a person like he came from like some of the rough parts of St. Louis, and him hanging out with Sterling Shepard as like private school heritage hall is the funniest kind of like <laughs> is the funniest thing you can think of because like you know Smart there's J. that hit i was talking about Smart jp runs so good shep tried to be like a little more hard than he actually was coming out of heritage hall wearing the chains and like whatever and then duran neal like he well, like became more like shep as far as like being more clean cut and being a little a little less Seeming like he came from the east side of St. Louis, so it's he smiled really, a lot. Really interesting of that 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 dynamic that they developed between each other uh, when they were on campus because it's like so different, so many different players. Is that Jalen Saunders? No, that's not Jalen Saunders. Where in the slot? Is that Makai Quick? It's Makai Quick. Okay, because Jalen Saunders is way before this. Yeah, he's... would Jalen Saunders survive in, in an offense with Lincoln Riley? Oh yeah, you think so? Oh yeah, he'd have a role. Yeah, he was so quick. His problem though was just he wasn't very sure-handed. He was small. He was like five eight, wasn't he? Um, what's it? What was his name out of Texas Tech? He plays for the Dolphins, or I don't know if he put Jakeem Grant. Yeah, I've always wanted to see a receiver like that in a Lincoln Riley offense, like a really short, fast motherfucker that can just. Obviously, like Tyreek Hill is he like... He was in that, that Pat Mahomes game as well. Yep, he was. Oh, Shep just got hit right in the chest. <laughs> yeah, we are a minute and 33 away from Baker Mayfield going bye-bye. Because then they said, oh, wait, you do have a concussion. You don't you, know. You all of a sudden have Why one. are you drooling during the <laughs> halftime speech? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Lincoln Riley is the one giving the halftime speech here because Bob is currently... Uh, you know he's trying to get his uh, tea time situated for the <laughs> vacation the plans. Morning. Yeah. Well, uh, gonna go to uh, Pebble Beach and up uh, have a good time with the family. <laughs> and uh, it's really no one's business uh, what I'm doing, even though I'm a state employee. Do you think Drake Stoops is gonna have a legitimate role in this year's? No, I don't think so. Not with Theo Howard there. I think that kind of eliminates his yeah. spot pretty much quickly. What do you guys th- Okay, we've been making fun of the film and the tape, and I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I watched some highlights of Theo Howard, and let me say, I'm not very impressed. He's you know UCLA, too, though. He is so afraid of contact. And, like, one of the mainstays of being a receiver for OU over the last 20 years is, like, OU's receivers are fucking physical. Like, yeah. They're, if you want to play receiver at OU, you've got to want to fucking hit somebody and block. That's true. Yeah. Like, even D.D. Westbrook was not afraid to hit people, even though he probably couldn't with his frame. Let's put the needle here. Uh, is he better or worse than A.D. Miller? Who quit on the team? I think we got our answer. Who was on crack? <laughs> I think I think Theo Howard, I don't... I don't know if he's necessarily there for production as much as he is there to be like experienced, experienced guy in the room. Yeah, because there's a whole bunch of. And oh, I'll say great. it again. We're getting highlights of Robert Griffin III beating OU in Waco. That's why Brent Venables doesn't have a job. Yep. Oh, Johnny Mansell. That's fantastic. 
Oh. Oh, but hey. Oh, you, oh, you went in a big system. And never forget, Oklahoma was actually winning at halftime against Clemson in the next game that they would play Seven. in the college football playoffs. 17 16. Yeah, but one point. Yeah, Zach Sanchez picked off um, in the end zone. A, a pl- pass in the end zone. His time expired. And Lincoln Riley had a really good off. Like, it was a. Uh, it was a offensive line look where they got had shenanigans. one extra tackle on the left side, and then of course they had Mark Andrews on the right side, and it confused the defense. And Mark Andrews waltzed for a touchdown. Yeah, and um, then in the second half, Clemson kind of realized, oh, we can just run QB power left the entire yeah. time, and Mike Stoops <laughs> won't do anything to stop us. Okay, that's good, great idea. Remember, remember Jordan Leggett, their tight end, saying, "Yeah, we can do anything." What they went, what we went to their defense, and I was like, "Man, this guy talks a lot." And then he liked my tweet, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, and no. then they just further went ahead and just, like, beat the shit out of OU's defense in the second half. Clemson fans Do you like, think you're the reason body bag. that game happened? It's possible. I'm, I'm the reason. <laughs> I don't know. Matt Diamond got in my mentions once, and then he just, like, he had to part ways the teams because he had issues. Issues? Issues. Remember when he kicked a player in that Baylor game and got Brick, kicked this was the game. Yeah, this is the game right after. Yeah. Brick killed a guy. <laughs> the trident. <laughs> Craig James killed five hookers. Did you like kick him in the head or something? Yeah, like he, he like did he Parnell Motley this motherfucker? <laughs> he was he was on the ground. I remember Matt Diamond being on the ground. It, it was an extra. It was a field goal attempt. It was a point after the uh, touchdown, whatever. Pat point after whatever. And I guess a Baylor player was too close to him and he kicked him with his cleats up and they said oh uh he kicked him with his foot and he busted him you you are ejected and then like that was the the only player suspended in baylor for unwanted contact yep Mm -hmm. at that time people shouldn't forget and we talk about like that's a little odd that like more like fart briles the Baylor folk, how how many Baylor folks are so unaware of their own history between art briles and before that was Dave Bliss who covered up a murder. <laughs> Not and current Thunder that, assistant like, coach uh, Dave Bliss who yes. actually lives down the street from me. David Koresh <laughs> in his cool hot, uh, hangout. You <laughs> really just called the compound the cool <laughs> hangout. Like there are really only two great things that come out of Waco, and that's Dave- like the invent the creation of Dr Pepper and Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> Everything else in between is not too great. Third and ten, Joe makes an incomplete pass. Baker Mayfield upset. Yeah, Stephen did. He did create a uh, a new Baylor helmet that I approved of. Really, I liked Baylor's. Like better Photoshop. I like, <laughs> I, I like Baylor's um, uniforms this year, where they kind of looked like old school Oregon. Yeah, that's good. The light, nice. the light green, the light yellow. I liked TCU's uniforms. Unfortunately, they played like shit in them. TCU's got bad. Like purple's my favorite color. Really? Yeah, I love purple. Because they had like they had the cool, uh, almost honestly looked like Black Panther uniforms. Oh, Cyber McGee <laughs> got, got it. it. As got time it. expires, twenty-three to seven. Oklahoma half-time. walks into the halftime, twenty-three to seven over TCU. The cheerleaders are excited and they're and cold. cold and they're yeah, very cold. Very cold. Well, and we know that because they're wearing a lot of clothing, not because of uh, anything that can be construed as <laughs> they're cold. Just a lot of jackets here. Yeah, the night's on fire, according to David Neal. Is David, David Neal going to play the uh, spring game show? 
No, it's going to be a... Nail, nails. <laughs> Honky tonk, badonka donk. Actually, I heard... I heard they're going to get go. Migos. What do you think about that? <laughs> Is Trey Young in tow? Is he going to show up? Yeah, Migos... Because the Hawks were, probably won't be doing anything. It was Migos. Him. And then actually, no, Trey... Uh, Drake was actually a, 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 one of the doc, but instead... He was just going to be a guest guy. Yeah, instead we settled for uh, Trace Atkins. Yep. Trace Atkins. <laughs> oh my goodness! Let me uh, let me date this podcast. Uh, can Marcus Morris apparently said that somebody like against I can't remember. I don't know who he's talking about. Like the Knicks played the Celtics tonight, and he said, uh, "Yeah, he's got a lot of female tendencies, uh, flopping and shit." And now he just had to apologize and said. Um, I apologize for using the term female tendencies. I have the utmost respect for women and everything they mean to us. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe just don't talk. Brad Nestler agrees. That's a funky tie, Brad. Get Holly Rowe inside. She doesn't need to be outside for this. Her face bo- is turning blue. <laughs> Get her inside. She doesn't need to be outside for this bullshit, boring game. Baker Mayfield, he, he clearly cried at halftime. He is upset. God, he got his ass knocked out. Yeah, I remember this because I was – so the quarterbacks warm up right in front of where I sit in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Jerry Schmidt is like, don't so, you fuck uh, this up, Trevor. The first quarterback out was Trevor Knight, and he was warming up with one of the – I guess maybe it was Sterling Shepard or something. And that's kind of a good indicator that if this guy's warming up with a, a receiver that actually plays, yeah, it's go time. So, and then Baker Mayfield just never made it out. Joe, You're gonna return this, Alex Ross, and he's down. He got touched, and he comes <laughs> down at the nineteen. What could have been? Oh, the Pacific Life game summary. Thank you, Wales. Go route, go route, go route, go route. Oh, you, 193 rushing yards at the half. I wonder what Samaj P. Ryan's like combined rushing yards against TCU. I always feel like he like balled out against TCU. It's gonna be up there. 2014, he balled out. 2015, obviously balling out. 2016. He balled out. Yeah. He probably has like five, six hundred yards combined against Gary Patterson. Trevor Knight should have kept it there, clearly. It was a bad read on his part. But he's probably told by his head coach, don't you fing run it and use your athleticism. <laughs> no, he actually does uh make some plays here earlier. And then he remembers he's Trevor Knight. Not Sugar Bowl, Trevor Knight. Yeah, he has a deep pass to, to, to Shepard, which makes you think, oh, this game's going to go fine. Forgets to hand off the ball. Trevor Knight's it. <laughs> he's, if you look closely, he's still throwing with the ball, the nose of the ball pointed to the ground. If you can look closely, you can tell he's ready to order his favorite shot at Logie's later after this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um just very handsome, by the way. Just a handsome man. Yeah, his RAs thought so too. No. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> 
Steven is beside himself. That's a good check down throw. Samaji. Is this where Piran gets hurt or something? It's like a no. It's on the long, the 60, 70 yard touchdown run he has. It like hurts his ankle, or I guess he hurts himself right here. Oh, oh then he comes back. Is it like a? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like all like a hamstring taped, maybe taped up and shit. Yeah. Is that Kennedy Brooks? That is, is that Ken- true freshman <laughs> Kennedy Brooks? No, that's Daniel Brooks. That's oh, okay. Daniel Brooks. <laughs> That is that's his dad. Daniel. That is that, that that is spring game all star Daniel Brooks who would actually never ever see playing time. Doesn't he have a play against Kansas State? Like one play. I don't even know. Who's like the spring game champion in the last twenty years? There, Adron Tanell. One uh, of them. One Trey McTwire. One who, of them was Baker Mayfield when he was who ineligible. Was that, who was that white receiver that Jeff played with Mead. who played with Sam Bradford in the, like the 07, 08? Spring game. He white, was he, white wide receiver. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was a holder one season. I don't know. Oh god, I, I know Marshall Musil was the one. He was like a fullback. Played running Marshall back. Marshall Musil. God. Yeah. I remember when. I hate to say it, but Justin Broyles. Yeah. Kind of up there. I remember when Trevor Knight was still the de facto quarterback in 2014, and Bake was not going to be able to play. And the on and like a lot of us try to make excuses as far as why Baker Mayfield had basically a perfect day throwing the ball. It's like, oh, you went up against the twos, and Trevor Knight went up against the ones, and it just turned out no, Baker Mayfield just a better quarterback, and Trevor Knight kind of sucks. Carter Whitson, remember that? You remember yeah, that? yeah. He had like three touchdowns in a spring game. Really? Yeah. Carter Whitson, number fourteen. We he haven't has- hit the spot where Trevor Knight's doing everything in his power to. To flex. To lose. He, he's like, I'm on camera. I have to flex. Katy Perry. Is that one of the more biggest what-ifs in Sooner football history for a player? It might be. It might be. I wonder if he barked up that tree. He should have. I mean, like, he has this, like, he has this persona of, like, being a very nice, conservative young man. But there are so many videos out there of him being, like, like in a bar picking <laughs> up chicks. yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, like Oklahoma loves you because they're not on Twitter because they're a bunch of boomers following this. But, like, like, come on. We know how you really are. Like, I have seen you on campus more times shirtless than with clothes on. I mean, he's a very handsome man. He is a, he is a handsome guy. Hey, if look. Joe Mixon does that, is it kind of frowned upon? <laughs> well, Trey, Trey Matoire tried it, so it didn't work out very well. In vain, <laughs> he tried it. <laughs> Oh, it might have been Vaney. I don't know. Man, that trophy has dust all over it. Yeah. Oh, it's about 20 years. It is, it is 20 years old, actually. Yeah, it was fucking 10. That's sad. <laughs> but, hey, the, they got there. The weirdest Trey Matoire thing was when he started following people on Twitter. And then all of a sudden that account just changed to somebody else. <laughs> what? Wait, what? It was what? like Trey Matoire followed. It's like, uh, this is like the Slender Man. He DM'd me something. pasta. Because I followed back, and he's like, dude, thanks for the follow. And I said, I think I said something just, like, nice. I was like, yeah, it's good to see, you know, yeah, people rebounding yourself. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, something, you know. And, uh, you know, I posted, like, Trey Matoire workout videos. I think he was trying to get into, like, the AAF. And uh, all of a sudden, that account changed to someone completely different. It was weird. It's like those Angela accounts right now. Oh no! <laughs> Austin Seibert was down. He was down. Oh, 
don't touch it. Oh, boy. I think Stephen Parker would be a good safety now with Grinch's system. Yeah, he's too small. I think he'd be better than Diller and yeah, Turner. Yeah, Hill. Baylor definitely wins this game. Yeah, they, <laughs> God, smoking is that, is that Katie Cannon? Yeah, yeah, smoking the hell out of OSU. What a bum Katie Cannon was. You should have went to OU. You would have had an NFL career. It's true. Yeah, Mixon was trying to recruit him to OU, I believe. And uh, well, Joe Mixon clearly is a terrible recruiter. He needs to go get a job <laughs> down in Austin. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Didn't Cyber do the exact same thing in the Rose Bowl? No, he just squibbed it there. But didn't he also, like... Okay, oh, oh he... no, no, it was a Clemson game. It was a Clemson game that he did that in, that he accidentally took a knee while trying to punt the ball. It was the same damn year, wasn't it? Well, God damn it, he's tired. Yeah, he's true. Does he have, like, separate shoes for punting and field goal kicking? Is nope. that a thing? Just blue. Oh, remember Michigan had a tight end named Jake Butt. Jake Butt. As he won like tight end of the year. <laughs> he had a tight Did end. Did he? <laughs> yeah. The Butt. What? Austin Seibert. Si- he plays for like the Broncos. Austin Seibert yeah. always said he was one hell of a basketball player, but I was always curious. The Broncos coincidentally play like Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he tore his ACL, so I don't think he's actually played yet. Cheeks, my man. But. Ass, my dude. <laughs> Tathan Martell. Tathan. Where did he just transfer to? I don't think he transferred. I think he just stayed in Miami. He's going to beat beat out Derek King. No, he's not. Is it Derek or is it Derek? It's Derek. I asked. I asked him straight up on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is I it Derek or Derek? Because like, there's an apostrophe, right? Yeah, there's D apostrophe E R I Q. Balake. Balake. <laughs> Man, I did he's... some uh, some stalking of Tathan, and he just had his birthday party, <laughs> and it looked wild. I bet it was wild. Like Johnny Manziel, ha- wild. Yeah. Wow. He's somebody that I. He he sounds like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. He looked like one. Drink. He looked. During Blitz QB1, I was like, you know what? If that school bus runs him over, <laughs> I don't feel so bad. He's just the worst. And I'm sure people feel that same way about Spencer Rattler because they like they look at QB1 and they're like, he's so rude and cocky. I don't like that. It's not my quarterback. Yeah. Man, it took Speaking them. It took tape. it took them twelve minutes to review this play that we clearly could see in His real time. Down. Well, they don't have uh, Mike Defee there. <laughs> it's true. Or Reggie Smith. There was no clear touching. We could see it, but we can't review it. <laughs> no wonder this conference is going to be dead by twenty twenty five. You think so? Why would it go on? Pac twelve's just and- doing. Even worse. And every other making uh, Big Twelve is making money. Why don't they just make four conferences? North, South, East, West go. It's a good question. Uh, like the the schedules are not they're not equal at all. You just need to have four conferences so everybody has an equal fucking schedule. You and you can only schedule teams within that conference touchdown TCU. Wow, is that Turpin? That's Aaron Green. 
Yep. He just like knifed through six OU defenders. Kind of surprised Aaron Green didn't have a better NFL career. And nobody, nobody touched him. Let's see who who misses tackles here. Okay, Jordan Thomas. Whoops. Charles Tapper. Tapper. Thomas. Maude Thomas wasn't really in position, but he was the last guy. He could have dove at Could have done something. Jordan Thomas takes out Stephen Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get made fun of in film this time. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that tech game that this year was when Oklahoma defensive backs literally were running into, into each other and tripping over and, each other? No, this was the uh, that was the Dakota-Austin game. Like where he had to come in and he got like two interceptions and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this guy oh, looks good." Oh, that was in Norman. That was yeah. the one. Okay, that's when they. I isn't that when they were recruiting Buki really hard? Yeah, 2015 Tech. I think no, because Buki was 2018. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this would have been 2017. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Way to go, Austin. Oh, Austin. Gosh, this man didn't get Whoops. touched. He didn't get touched. <laughs> he was surrounded by people. Well, Mike Stoops will tell you that it's hard to defend in this conference. In that we don't understand what we're looking at. But then Alex Grinch showed up for like three months and then could defend in this conference. What do you conference. mean you can tackle people? <laughs> Tackling people? That's new. What do you mean you don't have to rush three? You mean you can actually put people at the line of scrimmage? On oh, R. I. P. the outside? The schooner. <laughs> oh. Rip in peace. There's a pr- oh, proposal there's happening. A proposal. I hope their marriage and divorce goes well. <laughs> are, are, are they still married? What's the over-under? Yes. It's yes. <laughs> <laughs> the over-under yes or no. The over-under is no. Yes, no, or they're swingers. Yeah, Norman's kind of wild. They might be polyamorous. <laughs> Which there's, there's nothing wrong with that. We're not saying that well, you're... Yeah. Gross or anything. This is 2020. We don't judge. Yeah. I have a weird, weird swinger story. Not me personally. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested. I was debating know. on whether to bring that up. A friend you know. <laughs> as Alex Ross catches a fair catch in the coming, end zone. Coming back from a bar. <laughs> Undisclosed a, bar. This is always how these uh, stories begin. It's one of like. In the uptown area. Three bars I go to regularly. Hmm. And. Uh, I took an Uber back, and there's this guy. He's pretty talkative, so I was like, this guy's cool. This guy's chill. And he was like, yeah, I'm not from around here. And I was like, okay. He's like, I'm from uh, from Florida, like the Keys, something like that. My bartender down there during the season. And I said, that's cool. So what brings you to Oklahoma? And he's like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, my last ride, it was to a swingers party. And then he's like, pointed out the motel. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Sorry, like, Shepard, with a big play. He was like, yeah, we do that in the Keys a lot, too. And I was like, all right, well, see you later, dude. But this guy, I'm pretty sure, flew to Oklahoma from the East Coast to go to a swingers party. Why not? Why not? Mm. Gosh, dude, gash after gash. Oh, my God. Shep had the big play. Joe Mixon gets a big play, but gets hobbled getting up at, like, the 23-yard line. And this is where you feel like, honestly, during the game that, okay, OU's like just relying on Mixon and Shep, and they're just going to put this game away like they were going to do with Baker Mayfield. And then after they score this a touchdown, all the shit on the, the onslaught is just the worst from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, TCU outscores OU. Like. Yeah. 
it just is awful for the rest of the game. There he is. Daniel Brooks. Daniel Brooks. Not to be... 12 minutes after Kamiar's like, who never played a game, <laughs> mind you. <laughs> Hand it off to somebody else. Do you guys subscribe to the theory that running backs aren't that valuable? I sub- I do, unless they're like dynamic athletes like a Joe Mixon. Yeah, they're, they're not going to lose you games because you can manufacture running the football with about anybody. If you've got a competent offensive line and a good play caller and a good quarterback, and if you have an athletic quarterback, it helps out. But um, it can definitely win you games, even like even before the game is played. If you have a dynamic running back, you like Demarco, like a Demarco Murray or Joe Mixon or Adrian Peterson. These are guys that like I would say that doesn't apply to. But if we're talking about Kennedy Brooks, Trey Sermon, uh, Marcus Majors, and even Alan Patrick in the past, Chris Brown, etc., these are guys that are even I don't know what. They, would you classify Damian Williams, even just despite his? He's a fringe guy. Despite his NFL success, yeah. uh, but it he, these are guys that are like in the upper echelon elite running backs group that they aren't a dime a dozen, and that does matter. And I think that's what OU really was really missing this year. Like they had Kennedy Brooks, fantastic, but even if OU had a Joe Mixon this year, Jalen Hurts is still keeping that damn ball and fumbling it. Oh yeah, yeah, bastard. Now it would just helped out because you have a running back that can run routes. Yeah. So that's your true. check downs probably like maybe it cuts off like twenty of Jalen Hurts' runs this year because he just simply checks down. And then you have a guy like Joe Mixon in the open field, at least for a good ten yards. Yeah. I'm most excited for this coming year with Rattler because I know I just know he feels comfortable throwing over the middle of the field. And that's something that is very clear that Jalen Hurts did not do well or at all. Throwing over the middle of the field, but the Senior Bowl, he threw, he, hit, he, he wasn't hit, even over the middle though. He hit all the zones on the outside. He just and that's there's a lack of there was a lack of tight end usage because of that. And when he did it throw over the middle of the field, he just got completely got clobbered, a miss kicked by Austin Seibert, fantastic. Uh, but he got completely Austin clobbered. Seibert missed his kick. Calcaterra got completely just like lit up by Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts back to back quarterbacks and he had to retire early i love how bob gets so angry that his field goal kicker who's also punting mind you and and performing (laughs) kickoffs misses a field goal by doing all the duties and bob's just like i gotta make my tea time lincoln do something i'm gonna hop hobble around the sideline will johnson coming in colehausen coming in yeah Kohlhausen, which is German for Kohlhausen. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm about to come back and beat this team on their home field. So Kohlhausen. Aaron Green. Literally nobody touches him until four yards up field. Was Catalan the guy who played for TCU? Then he transferred to Houston and beat the shit out of us. Yeah. yeah. He was the bowling ball. <sighs> Yeah, never forget. OU lost to Houston, and they started to they started Dakota Austin, who tackled a OU an, player. Yeah. Now Will Johnson Stephen was also in that game. <laughs> <laughs> he was above average, if you recall. Didn't Smaj get knocked out else. early of that game? Didn't Smaj get knocked out of that game? 
he got hit hard, but he'd never left the game. Now, Lincoln, that was like one of the few times where Lincoln, Lincoln Riley like absolutely abandoned the running yeah. game. Now, they kind of had to because the kick six happens. OU's down 11, which is manageable. Then on their next play was when Jackson, uh, or, or Baxter, excuse me, uh, fumbled the ball like on their own 20-yard line. Then T- or Houston scores on the next play. So now they're down 18. So they can't really run the ball anymore at that point. But you're still OU. You're Lincoln Riley. You have Baker Mayfield, Joe Mixon, Samadji P. Ryan. Just slow down and outperform them. But he decided to just go air raid. Oh, look, that defensive backfield is actually in position. Don't see that many times under Mike Stoops. And a punt. Will they be in punt safe? They are in punt safe. No aggression. Yep. All right, fantastic. No return. That's my favorite type of punt return is no return. Well, because you got to be you got to play it safe. That's the important thing. Are you guys a fan of Notre Dame's green uniforms? Um, I think those light green uniforms look kind of weird. What about like green on top gold pants? That would kind of look cool and old school. Yeah. I also like when they do like their what is it? Dark blue with the green jersey numbers. Yeah. Those yeah. look kind of cool. Those pop. Daniel Brooks on the field. Candy Brooks's father. <laughs> Okay, Rick's father. Trevor Knight on the field, unfortunately. Remember who you are. Uh, Yep, yep, yep. Was that an actual read that Trevor Knight made there, do you think? Or do you think that year before that screwed him up when he was supposed to read, but he was actually not actually reading? When he was told to hand the ball off. I I want you to throw an out route. To the far side of the field on I mean, our own two-yard two line. line. Yeah, I was there. I was, yeah, I was depressing. I don't think I've ever been more drunk after I know you lost in that 2014 <laughs> Kansas State game. Yeah, that was very upsetting. I think I drank an entire bottle of Jack oh, Daniels. Sh- oh, my God. Trevor oh, yeah, Knight. I forgot. He got scared. He pooped his pants he and he fell down. He fell down. What the hell? He said, oh. And, and somehow. He, he literally just fell down. He got scared. Look at this. He, his, prob- he probably fell down like that. Samaje. Chips the guy and takes the block, and he just says no, and he just like loses his footing, and he falls down. Lord have mercy. He probably fell down in a similar fashion, like at Logie's, as he's like getting a shot. But then, like, <laughs> teach me how to Dougie comes on, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go teach all these people how to Dougie," because like the the song is asking me to. Gosh, I just keep on thinking about like. How did that 2013 Sugar Bowl ever happen? God. How did the 2000 National Championship happen? God. I don't know. 2000 National title, like, that was built on a pretty good team. That was was defense. It was a good team filled with a bunch of guys who were tired of being f***ing embarrassed and wanted to do the work. And. And they earned that shit. And look at the roster. But God intervened by having, like, there were no injuries. Look at the roster. Hashtag OK Preps. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Except for some of the better players, Roy Williams, Roy Williams, uh, Torrance Marshall, Andre Wolfolk is from uh, Miami. Um, Andre Wolfolk, Derek Strait, yeah, they're from Texas. Uh, but that Corey Callens, bro, is Ryan Fisher from Oklahoma, no clue. Um, Josh Heupel from uh, South Dakota. 
Dakota. Might have been a PI there. Quentin Griffin. Jarvis Baxter. Jarvis Baxter is on the case. But yeah, there's a there's a Josh Norman. Not from Norman. Not from Norman. But you had a lot of guys in those early years, especially from Oklahoma. Layman was from Jenks, I think. Kalmus was from Jenks, I think. Teddy Layman's from Fort Gibson, which is. I knew out he was there. from Fort Gibson, but didn't he play ball at Jenks? I think he just played at Fort Gibson. Which I might have got my guys mixed up. I've driven through Fort Gibson. I, I may have missed it. I'd never saw a fort. <laughs> Must have not been defended very well. I'm like, where the f*** is it? And then, like, two seconds later, I'm, like, in the country. Held without a first down on five of ten possessions. What do you know? Well, about to change here. We got a hold. DJ Ward. DJ Ward, who listens to this podcast, by the way. Does he? Yeah. Nice. He, uh, because I brought up. And I've already apologized on on this podcast about this play, but because you guys may not be aware, I'll bring it up. So, DJ Ward, if you're still listening, you know I've already told you I appreciate you. Thank you. But I brought up that play in the Rose Bowl a handful of times. Oh, how he almost ended the game. Ended the game with that sack on Jake Fromm that he missed. Well, uh, DJ had a good attitude about it. He, like, called me out on Twitter and was like, hey, Brady, I I love listening to the podcast, even though you keep my mistake against in the Rose Bowl fresh in my mind. And then he had, like, a – crying tears emoji or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, hmm. it was, he had a good attitude about it. Cause we all make, we on. all make mistakes except mod Thomas right there. He actually made a good play on the arm <laughs> punt. And this is a mod Thomas's junior year. And remember when he was going to the NFL, like everybody looked at his junior year film and said, remember when he was going to the NFL, because like everybody looked at his junior year film and then his senior year film in 2014 and said, what the hell happened? TCU, by the way, has four turnovers right now. OU has none, and they're going to barely win this game at home. Yep, they're winning by 10 right now. I wonder why. Why isn't the offense moving? That's a good question. Why isn't the offense capitalizing on great opportunities? I don't know. There's no hypo. Well, it's because Lincoln Riley can't he, – he clearly can't coach quarterbacks that he recruited. Yep, needs a transfer. Or they have to be transfers. <laughs> like Trevor Knight clearly did not transfer to OU. Which is interesting. If you look at the college football playoff, three of the four quarterbacks that played were transfer quarterbacks. Only one of them was recruited at one school. Oh, my. Well, it's a scary thought. And Gary Patterson was with, with the sour grapes and the coaches called during the game. Did you guys see that? What happened? He was. He looked at Mike Gundy. He's like, hey. Oh, where's guess, he going to end up? I, using the transport. I'll talk to you, talk to you later. Guess, who's, guess where he's going to end up? Like, Clearly, that's a shot at OU. I actually thought he he was talking about maybe TCU, uh, LSU. You think so? Yeah, like D.R. King's gonna go with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, who was the OC who just left? Brady. Brady what? Was it Joe, Joe Brady? Trevor no- Joe Brady. Joe yeah. Brady. Yeah, because there's Joe Burrow, Joe Brady, Trevor Knight with some athleticism, showing that off. And that's what. Trevor Knight drove me damn crazy in 2013 season because he would have garbage games and then he had some like pretty good games actually that I was thoroughly impressed by. Like the Kansas State game, he was actually good that game in 2013. And then he late in like in early 2014, he was all right. 
And then just it was garbage. He just isn't accurate at all and isn't confident when he has to throw the ball. He's not confident in the pocket. Man, I Good miss. Good push on the O-line. Here we go. Samaje uh, just breaks it and just gone. I just miss it. having dynamic little bump there. running backs. Jesus. like, Is it too much to ask in Oklahoma? He did it on a f***ing bum ankle. On a bum Exactly. Like, is it too much to ask in Oklahoma to have running backs that will either A, juke you out of your cleats and be able to catch the ball, or B, just run over your ass? Like this, this man. Like if this is another running back in Oklahoma, he gets stopped for a 15-yard gain. This guy bounces off like two tackles and runs in the end zone on a ankle that's more tape than <laughs> any like anything else. He's more tape than like a Twitter thread. <laughs> I was about to say Oh, women to speed AC Milan. What do you know? I don't know what that means. It's soccer. Oh, actually, Nilo Casatati sealed off his man really well, but he took on, like, he made one guy miss, took one hit, I feel like and that, then he was gone. I feel like that play was just mainly brought to you by TCU's defensive line just going the wrong way. Then Samaje did the rest. Yeah, there was a missed tackle, and he had some guy just, like, just... Run into a brick wall. That was his thigh. Unless Patterson just wanted his entire defensive line to slant, but his defensive end to go the other way at the same time. I don't know if that would, what that end result is. What's the end game there? Killed Baker Mayfield. Red alert. And actually, having said that, you remember when, uh, remember when Patterson put that white defensive end on Michael Jones in the Big 12 championship. Oh, <laughs> and like your eyes like, oh, yeah, there's my bitch. <laughs> yeah, such a bad decision. On a related note, we just saw Kerry Cooks. Where is he at now? He left Tech. He left. <laughs> or got asked to leave. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of great strip clubs in Lubbock. I would have, Are there good ones? I would imagine... One's open during the day. Now, if you go a little or bit during down, recruiting ships, if you look Jackie ship, if you go a little bit down further south down the highway, go into Dillon, you can go check out the landing strip. Yep, fantastic, it's fantastic service. Tim Riggins will serve you some drinks. <laughs> Billy Riggins will. Uh, His wife will uh, give you a dance, and then he'll maybe chop your sh- chop your truck up. Would Tim Riggins be a good fullback for this Oklahoma football team? He's not versatile enough. Not versatile enough. He's like a Marshall Musil type. <laughs> he could catch the ball a little bit. Dumb as hell, though. Texas forever. Texas forever. Um, Jules, the worst character. The worst I character. I 100% of any, agree. Um, in any show on cable the last 20 years. I agree. She's the worst character. I can't stand her. Steven, did you ever watch Friday Night Lights? Series? No, I didn't. Highly I watched the movie. Highly recommend this. Highly series. recommend the series. I think it's on Hulu or Amazon Video, whichever one you, whichever one you have. But like, it's really good. It will frustrate the hell out of you. Coach Eric Taylor, Kingmaker. Khalil Houghton, PJ and Banasaur standing side by side. Oh, I forget about oh, Khalil Houghton. Like the last thing I ever heard about this man was that was the last game he played the Texas game last year that OU lost. Was the last I time you played? Um, I just remember the last, thing I, the last thing I heard about him was like, oh, he had a weightlifting injury, and then we never saw him again. 
he was sent to the gulag. It's like fucking Stalinist Russia. They like Photoshop him out of every team picture. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, Third goal. one stop. Third one stop. Clearly, striker tapper. Who's that on the ground? He's tapping that ass. Maybe. More than likely. Man, I'm so glad Oklahoma has like legitimate rush ends now. Like, well, no offense to Stryker, but like, oh, it was Matt Diamond. That was such a bad DB class. You could say that for that many. Was in. You could say that for many classes. Oklahoma Who? was that. Was that Parish Cobb's class too? You've oh. got PJ and Banasaur. Bad. Oh. Will Sunderland. Good. Thief. Just stupid. Khalil Houghton. Bad. Bad. Prince McKinney. Never got Will Johnson. Average. Average. Coach. Um, they take care of their own. I don't know if you remember this one. Antoine Stevens never made an impact. Mm. Don't remember. Was he a four star? He was a mid three star. Okay. And that was about it. Robert yeah. Charlton, the uh, spring game guy. Is and this is this is of course followed up. Is is Robert Barnes the next year? Yeah, he'd be in the twenty seventeen. God. So you'd have Robert Barnes, Justin Broyles, Trey Brown. That is deplorable. Is Trey Brown the best one out of all the DB classes God. from 2017? Fuck well, when did Motley get signed? Was uh, Motley even a 2016? Was Motley even a was Motley even a defensive back or was he rated as an athlete? I can't imagine him being an athlete. In terms, oh, that was of the 2015 class. Sorry, 2016 is when they had Jordan Parker and Motley. Parrish Cobb. I think Jordan Parker would have been great in Grinch's system pre-injury. Uh, Chance Sylvie. Ah, I thought he was going to be good. Oklahoma's 95-1 and when scoring 40-plus points in the game under broad suits. When was their only loss? Do you guys remember? <laughs> well, the, the the Rose Bowl hadn't happened yet. <laughs> the Rose Bowl hadn't happened yet. Any guesses? I know the answer. Hold Which on. one is it? They're 40 and what is it? What is it? Forty. They were ninety-five and one when OU has scored forty Boy, points yeah. or more in a game. So there's only one loss. No guesses. I have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna just shot the like dark. Like Oklahoma State game? No, Bedlam I don't game? think so. I'm gonna shot the dark and say Baylor. It was the Fiesta Bowl against Boise State. Oh. Um, when is it 43-42 or 42-41? Man, I thought that game was over. Marcus Walker picked six that. Oh, my God. Yeah, me too. Jared Zabransky. I, there's no, reason, that, that there's no be... reason I should know that name. <laughs> Jared Zabransky. Jared exactly. Exactly. He's the quarterback. Works for, like, Paycom now. He's the quarterback <laughs> of that Boise State team. He had, like, a tribal tattoo and other garbage tattoos on his he arms. He works in catering for Paycom. And, like... <laughs> He threw a pick six to Marcus Walker, and I was like, game, done, it's over. Hook and ladder, Quentin Chaney can't make the tackle, and here and we are. And then Brent Venables did his version of rush three, which was just straight prevent. And they got Boise into a, four, a fourth and long on uh, on in overtime. And he didn't rush the quarterback at all. Didn't rush it, and then they threw a real, like a ball on a frozen rope, and they yeah, got he, they it. Complete, like, but f*** the hook and lateral. They completed like a 32-yard pass on fourth down. Is that like, Jeff Mead? With, with obvious ease. With plenty of time left on the clock. They had like 20 seconds left. So it is impressive. 
Nah, that's terrible. That's a terrible. Talk about a weird class. What was that that class with Jeff Mead? We talked about it earlier. He's a basketball player. You had Jeff Mead, Dallas Todd. Jeff Mead, he was a nice guy. He can high point the ball well. He lived kind of. <laughs> he lived a few doors down from me, and uh, he always would. When I take my dog outside, he'd always want to go say hi to her. He liked my dog. That's cute. Yeah, he's always like, if you ever want like somebody to dog sit, like just let me know. And I was like, All Jeff, right. meet the dog sitter. Yeah, that's cute. Lincoln Rye is like, you are making me look like, like I'm trying to get a head coaching job at some point at SMU, and you're <laughs> fucking that up. <laughs> Do you see that guy wide open there? No. Well, exactly, because you're Trevor fucking Knights. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Oh, that's a fantastic 10-yard punt. <laughs> Daniel Brooks Dana was just Brooks, like, you. Play of the game. <laughs> that was the fuck you play of the game. Oklahoma's 95-1 and when scoring 40 points. Wore in a game under Bob Stoops. What was their only loss? Are they going to show highlights? Please don't. It's going to be them getting married. Ian Collins. I shouldn't know that name either. Only lost 07 Fiesta Bowl uh, versus Boise State. That's so Good job, so Bob. Ups- that's so upsetting. Great job. I miss young Bob. Man, and Brady, I know you read his book. Steven, did you read the book? I didn't. I, I listened to you like paraphrase it. I was like, that's, no, that's all you that's all you need to know, buddy. <laughs> that's that's all you need to know. Basically, what I found he most He hired his fucking roommates. <laughs> <laughs> What I found most interesting and most saddening and really the most like telling about his career after 2000 in Oklahoma was winning the national title as a defensive coordinator of Florida. He said he talked about how his life had always been about the chase and he felt like a lack of fire at the University of Florida because he had already made it to the upper echelon and the actual game and he had already won the national title. So what else is there for him to accomplish? So then... He goes to Oklahoma, and he does that in his second year at OU. He wins the highest honor you can, even coach of the year. What else is there to accomplish with that same mindset that he came, that he brought from Florida? And I'm like, oh, shit, no wonder they didn't win anything else for the next 20 years, for the next 17 he years. He turned into a conservative Big Ten coach. That's like punt, frustrating, punt man. Punt safe, rush three, higher brother. Repeat. T time at Pebble Beach. Vacation by week. <laughs> it's just like, like that was the most telling part of the book for me. Was like, yeah, oh, I, did, I just, I just lost the fire and the, and the, and the, and the desire to really chase that after. And, and it's like the balls on you to fucking admit that. Oh, God, like you coach for another fucking seventeen years, and you, you feel you have the necessary cojones to admit that in print. And then, like the year after two, after two thousand fourteen, when like he really like people are like oh he's really actually getting involved in coaching again. Like what what's he been doing for the last ten years? What's he been doing for the last ten years? And it's like he's really getting involved in all the position groups. And then of course they have a great year in fifteen, but that's not in part to Bob Stoops as much as it is to Baker Mayfield. Well, guys, it, it, it's it's fine because like they win the Big Twelve, ten games. They win. They won ten games. You don't win your ten games a year. What can you complain about? Better most. God, Arkansas used to be kind of. They were six and five, and they just lost on a block field goal, fifty-one fifty to Mississippi State. Remember when Brett Bielema told the like the cameras and everybody else, and before they played Texas Tech, uh, and this is when Kingsbury was still there, that 
If they didn't have a fullback, they were going to kick their ass, and Texas Tech went in there and won by like 21. <laughs> that was fantastic. It was borderline erotic. Where's Brett now? I think he's like an assistant somewhere. Yeah, I think he is. Did you know Brett Bielema was the defensive coordinator at Kansas State when they beat us in the 0-3? Yeah. Like, that coaching staff on Kansas State was something else. Good. I, I've seen Brett Bielema as a young, like, college guy. Did he, did, he lose, did he lose the fire? He used to be, like, really, really fit. Because, like, I always wondered, I was like, why, like, how did you get your wife if you're, like, that disgusting of a pig? <laughs> and then, pig, like. Woo pig suey. Yeah, and, and then I saw pictures of him in college as an athlete. I was like, okay, that makes more sense. She just stuck by your side. Look what at, a woman. Look at TCU absolutely teeing off on the fact that they know What's Trevor Knight happen? will not can take off the ball and take off with the football. Wow, look how skinny Drew Samia is, though. And by the time he's a senior, that guy's jacked. God, Gary Patterson. Oh, looks God. Like fucking, um, <laughs> what's his name? It's Foley. Ba- Baylor. Zooming in on Baker Mayfield's face, who is completely lost and has he's no idea where he is at right now. He's like, I'm in danger. His <laughs> eyes his eyes are glossed over. They might as well be just like just marbles right now. Me fail English? That's impossible. Are we talking about <laughs> Devontae Lampkin right now? Oh, or? no. I think that was uh, Spanish. Spanish. Oh, man, what a terrible throw. It's Trevor Knight. He fucking just Double threw coverage. it as hard as he could. Maybe if I throw it as hard as I can with this guy right next to him, he'll make it. Look, show, oh. show Trevor Knight on this replay. Don't show D.D. Westbrook. He, it's not, this isn't his What fault. are you thinking, Show man? Trevor Knight. Like, what's he seeing? Like, he, look, Sterling Shepard just went, God damn it. Are we sure they took out the wrong concussed quarterback? Was there Cody no Thomas. thought? Yeah, was At there no Cody thought Tom- of putting in Cody Thomas? Nah, because remember this year, run him into the ground. Don't forget <laughs> this year, Trevor Knight was an honorary captain at Big Twelve Media Days. Oh yeah, don't forget. Oh no, Colehausen's coming in. Brom Colehausen. That sounds like a name out of the Sound of Music. They turned in the 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 family. <laughs> Colehausen. Mm-hmm. Hey. Also sounds like a name out of Beer Fest. Siete Matas. It's a great movie. <laughs> Isn't Cole House an actually legitimate name in Beer Fest? I think it is. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. That's that was one of my favorite movies growing up. Euro Euro Trip. I was always a Euro Trip. Euro Trip's good too. What was the little like here for the free T shirt? Puppet's name. <laughs> Say what? The puppet's name on that movie? Uh, yeah. Mr. Peepo? That's what it was. Popo? Yeah. Peepo? Mr. Something like that. Master Popo is a Dragon Ball Z guy. Yeah, he was the, the only black guy. Yeah. Piccolo. He was in blackface, and then they <laughs> changed it to purple in later episodes to make it seem less racist. Piccolo was, of course, a token minority. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't call me Kamehameha, but he could do all the other cool Piccolo things. Piccolo was so awesome. He was cool. Special beam cannon. Da, die. It's fantastic. He always fucking took the bullet for Gohan. Gohan's yeah. out there just fucking around. Yeah, for <laughs> real. And then, he, and then he has the audacity to turn into Saiyan Man. <laughs> like, what people, the fuck? What people, are you doing? You're shitting on my legacy. Yeah, people listening to this are like, what is going I on? I died for you. By the way, like I, um, I saw somebody on Twitter the other night. I can't unsee this. Someone was like, "Zion Williamson looks like fucking Blastoise." <laughs> oh, he does. Yeah, I did <laughs> he see does. that. Oh my god! 
I could see that. Oh no! I could see that. <laughs> wow, that's that, that that's a real thing. Zion Williamson with the hydro pump. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Zion? Uh, I think he's good. Uh, he's exciting, and I think he has a little bit more substance to him than just being like. I love Blake Griffin, and he was a great player for his time because he he started off right before fours had to start stretching the floor. Um, but I think there's a little bit more substance to Zion's game than him just being like Blake Griffin. So 2. you don't 0. think he's fat, Julius Randle? No. <laughs> okay, I'm still being. I'm still. I'm still in camp. Fat Julius Randle. Ph fat or fat fat? Yes. <laughs> it's 2020. We don't body shame. That's true. Alabama, by the way, has played and beaten Charleston Southern. This game takes place November twenty second. Yeah, That's Michigan State beat Ohio yeah. State. Michigan State was pretty good. Oh, wasn't that the year Michigan State just Got killed sh- that Baylor punter or the TCU punter or whatever it was? No, it was the Baylor punter. Baylor punter, yeah, that's what it was. Because Baylor, oh, oh no, I think that's the year before. Because that's when Baylor and TCU owned the Big Twelve. Twenty fourteen was yeah. yeah yeah that Michigan. This is the year Michigan State plays Alabama in, in the Cotton Bowl. That's right. And that's they get right. Beat like thirty to nothing. That's Where right. Dwayne Orso Bacchus. Dwayne Orso Bacchus. Bacchus. Bacchus, Bacchus. Sounds like a sounds like Greek mythology. It might be. Trevor Knight at his own fifteen, probably about to throw the Trevor inter- Knight, fifty-two inter- seconds, interception. Third, third quarter. What are you going to do? Oh. I think throws a good little crisp out route to Sterling Shepard, who makes things happen. Because he's again, like, he's like, this is like my only opportunity. I've got to yeah. make a count. And again, <laughs> well, that's probably how Ceedee Lamb felt really this entire year. But like again, you feel like okay, Oklahoma's going to get to their playmakers. And they're going to put this game away 37-13, and it'll be fine. But that's not what happens. Go all according to plan. When it's 30-13 to 13 with 30 seconds left going into the fourth quarter. Does he throw a pick right here? I, I think he throws a pick. I think he throws a pick in the fourth quarter. I think this drive stalls out maybe. Because I, I feel like he throws the pick on his back foot in his own territory. If I remember correctly. Yeah, and if that sounds right. for the listeners that are still keeping score, like I said, like... I think by this point in the game, I have already quelled a fight from my dad and a TCU fan. And I, at this point, I'm I'm now calmed down, but I'm very drunk because I really stopped paying attention in the fourth quarter until the very end when I was like, oh, f- we could lose this game. Where did this yeah, come from? This crowd actually moved out pretty quick in the fourth quarter. I mean, can, can you blame him, though? This game was, it was over. Like, it was two degrees, too. It's cold. cold like this offense not the coldest but just cold tc 210 total yards four turnovers and they're about to almost beat ou in norman 30 13 this is entering the fourth <clears throat> mike stoops is so happy right now everybody's everybody in the sands is so excited hey 30 to 13 about to beat Another ranked opponent about to go face OSU and beat them too next week. Little do they know the storm that's about to happen. You put Duran Neal, Duran Neal in the backfield. Take out Daniel Brooks. No, it's it's <laughs> P Ryan and uh, Mixon now. I like the fucking 2015 wishbone. <laughs> See. Without Baker Mayfield, that play just doesn't work because they know what's going to happen. They know he's not going to throw the ball. And if he does, it's to the other team. And the, the the thing is here, you don't know if I'm talking about Trevor Knight or Jalen Hurts, so that's fun. 
Paul Millsap played for the Hawks. I forgot about that. And yeah. Al Horford. Horford, Schroeder. That was that was team. Jeff T. That was team basketball. Um, Kyle Korver. Team basketball. Budenholzer. Yeah, him. Mike Budenholzer and I have Dennis Schroeder as my backup point guard. Oh, uh, I think this is where this. Now we got a fourth and eight. Critical fourth and eight. I want to say it's like a tipped pass. That's the turnover. Samaj P. Ryan drops this pass. Look, like, show the replay. Lincoln Raleigh's probably saying it. Stop throwing it so fucking hard four yards in front of you, <laughs> idiot. Like, look, he oh. is four yards in front of you, and you threw it like a fucking fastball. You got nervous. It's like, I want to show off how strong my arm is, sir. Because, like, you see, you notice the definition? Ooh, I think what happens next is... Kevonte Turpin eventually like has like this amazing run, like like, like fifty yards, fifty yard plus catch and run, or whatever, like touchdown, and then Trevor Knight completely screws over everybody, and it makes it a legitimate game. I think that's exactly what happens next. Sounds right. I haven't seen. Oh man, I I, I rewatched this game not that long ago, but it's just like an intriguing game as far as like what was on the line. In the differences in between Baker Mayfield and Trevor Knight. So they have, who is that a, a quarterback? Oh, there's a Wildcat. Uh, that's the yeah. Oh, that's a good defensive play. You're probably just gonna scrap that for the time being. Saw Jordan Evans the other day. Really? Is he still in the league? Yeah, he plays he for was, the. He was in Oklahoma. He plays for the Bengals, and he still. Yeah, I think he's on the roster. Mm-hmm. Not as fit as I thought he would be. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So not like, not like. He's not fat. Yeah. He's not Zion Williamson, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, he's not Zion <laughs> or Ruffin or you know. God. Let's talk about Ruffin. Ruffin. Um, OU annoys me because they <laughs> refuse the to cut. Hurt. To cut, hurt people's feelings. Cut dead weight. Yeah, like this whole, like, he's stepping away from the time being. And then yet Alex Grinch, like, tweets out, like, love you, man. Like, um, all this, it, it's, I kind of get it because in the coaching world, like, they all look out for each other. It's a big yeah. fucking fraternity. So it's kind of like that, yeah. But at a certain point, but Ruff- Bob had to fucking fire Josh yep. Norvell, and he had to fire Mike. But he didn't do that, of course. Ruffin wasn't going on recruiting trips. He wasn't even like on at practice day to day. Like you're trying to win a national title, and that's that's a guy you're rocking with right now as an assistant head coach. It like, um, I've obviously been very critical of assistant coaching hires being like buddies or friends or family members. Having said that, I fully un. Oh, 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 oh! Safe. Yeah, so close, so, so close. close. Who is that? Who is that that couldn't fucking tackle? Uh, was a strike. The strike. Oh my yeah. goodness! Because I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that and thinking, "Oh, it's over." And I was like, "How do you? Like, you had every opportunity to bring this man down. He could have just pushed him out of bounds, and you would have got a safety." Basically, if strike form tackles, it's over. Oh, he got away with the face mask. But if he if he form tackles at all, it's over. Actually, but, it, actually, if he pushes him out of bounds, is it a touchback OU or is it a safety? That's a safety. Um, anyway, having said all that about assistant coaches, I completely understand Lincoln Riley bringing him in at first. Uh, yeah, the first year I thought yeah. it was made sense to me. Yeah. 
first time head coach, you need somebody to like because you're you're going into a you're now the head coach of a staff that you didn't hire and that you know you may not be fully on board with. Like he's obviously on board with Kale. So obviously on for Dennis Simmons. Beanabo. And all those guys Beanabo. know each other through the leech trees and the Texas Tech ties. Yeah. Um defensive side of the ball, like yeah, that's probably a different story, but it's like you, you at the end of the day you need someone to not only just show you the day to day of being a head coach and the experience factor that he brings. So I, I get it then, but at some point it just needed to be like, okay, like I've moved on now. Yeah, and like and to your point, as far as like not wanting to hire like you'll notice, they didn't. They didn't really fire Kerry Cooks. He got hired away. Yeah, I know. They didn't really fire Bullware. Um, and I asked someone about that. I was like, "What's up with that? Like, why wouldn't you just you know fire it, get it over with?" And they said, "Well, if you're trying to hire a coach, you're not going to attract the people you want if they know you've been fired." Yeah. Okay. These guys are just getting hung out to dry. In 2018, Nick Saban purged his staff and told everybody they were fucking fired. That's true. And, I'm, you know, if you're Nick Saban, I think you can do that because of what you've done before. But Lincoln Riley has no true, no accomplishments to kind of back him up other than making the college football playoff. So they phrase it where it makes you more attractive. They makes people feel more comfortable coming in here. And maybe they have a year to buffer rather than just canning someone and kind of making it like a public thing. It's it's still silly to me because, like, that's all true. Like, and I know that's how it goes, but it's like, oh, I can't be publicly fired, but, hey, I'm now available. It's like, well, you've essentially been fired. Yeah. Because if everybody knows that's how it goes, then that's how it goes. It, it It's just stupid. Do, like, schools not take players from the transfer portal because, oh, my God, they're transferring. Like, they've essentially been fired. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, oh Trevor my. Knight throwing with the nose down, pointed down on the ball and then right to the dirt. Well, he's got to have that. With cool. that defensive end covering Makai quick. Trevor Knight is like a perfect example of like a seven-on-seven seven quarterback who like he'll hold the ball up really high and tight and do everything like methodically hardcore to showcase like I'm very good. Mm-hmm. Like I think anyone that's ever played football at any level has played with somebody like that that wants to like wear all the armbands. Mm-hmm. Um, and tries to do everything in practice and in seven-on-sevens absolutely pristinely cool and perfect. And then you put pads on them, and then in the game, and then you see how terribly, how terrible their fundamentals are as a result. Like Tathan Marteau? Probably a good example. I'm pretty sure I just saw like Neville Gallimore. Like they breathe real hard when they're like standing in the pocket. <laughs> it's like, dude, shut, like, calm the f*** down. I don't want my quarterback to have anxiety in the pocket. At the same time, I don't want my quarterback to be like a dead weight in the pocket, like a you know a laundry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I threw a pick six. Aww. Oh no. Oh, I threw a touchdown. That's Yay. fantastic. I'm excited now. Yes. <laughs> I gotta I gotta talk to somebody about him, like. Because I want I, t- I talked to Moses Madu about like Sam Bradford's like leadership style, and he, like he talked about like. How Sam Bradford, like, he wouldn't cuss, but he would be like, we're going to go ram this ball down their throats and da-da-da-da-da. Like, like, at least, like, you get the angle about Sam Bradford. But, like, I never, ever saw 
anything remotely close to that from Landry Jones. He's like a wet blanket. Yeah, he just. So we scored again. Just not a not a football player, we but sc- but he has all these records because he played for four years in a Josh Heupel offense. We scored, but he has the touchdown again. record. He also has the interception record. But he beat West Virginia that one time. Okay, but he's undefeated against Texas. No, he's not. <laughs> we're not we're not giving him a pass for two thousand nine. He, well, that's he, right. He played 98% of that fucking game, and you're trying to say he was undefeated against Texas. Mm-hmm. And remember, Texas fell off the fucking map after 2009. They did. And guess, well, okay, he's undefeated against Texas. Well, he's not undefeated against Oklahoma State. <laughs> that is for sure. He that threw the ball sure. backwards. What year was that? 2011. God, was, was he threw the fucking ball backwards. I don't even think I watched after that game because it was so bad. I think I, I think that's the first OU game that I left. No, I wasn't there in person, but I just like stopped watching. Turned off the TV. I went to like my friend Sarah's birthday party. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm going. I'm gonna go have fun." <laughs> the first OU game I've ever left was 2014 Baylor in Norman. I was like, I watched it, and I was like, "This is not." at all what I envisioned OU football to be. This is not what I signed up for. And I just dipped out. And it was good timing, too, because my car was about to be towed. What's up? My car was about to be towed. So oh, I uh, thought you meant right now. I was oh, like, no. what? Shit? <laughs> no. No. no, I left, and I, I got to my car, and I was like, oh, wow, they're about to tow my car. So I got out just in time, too. It was, uh, as Trevor Knight would say, it's a Lord's Force. It's also a good Lord's Force is also a good uh did, episode did, on workaholics. Did you guys realize that Trevor Knight said that the Sooners are back after winning the Sugar Bowl and then famously Sam Ellinger a few years later says Texas was back after winning the Sugar Bowl? Is is are Big Twelve quarterbacks cursed if they say that? I believe so. Sooner Nation is... What's, what's Trevor Knight doing? He's completely running backwards. Throws it like seven yards Hunk's, behind the line. Hunk's throwing Shepard out the dry. Should have thrown it the fuck away. Sooner Magic is back. Lays in the field five games later with transient quadriplegia. Okay, look. Throw it away. No. Throw it away. Uh, uh, throw it uh, away. Uh, throw it away. Oh, man. No, I'm just going to throw it to, I'm just gonna throw it to Shepard. Please show, please show Lincoln talking to him. He's like, I'm going to kill you after this game. <laughs> Lincoln probably, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Lincoln probably didn't want to look at him after that. Throw it away. Throw it away. Throw it away. Bob Stoop says, why would they, why, why do we name this And then Lincoln kind of had like his nightmare come back to haunt him with Jalen Hurts. Throw it away. Throw it away. God. God damn it. He'd just take a sack, though. Or he'd fumble it. He's had the most ball insecurity issues out of so many quarterbacks I've seen in Oklahoma. And he's probably the strongest quarterback that I've seen come through Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. You saw that squat video. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's legitimate stuff. And all I've, the all the peck flies and all that, the other different flies he would do after games. I watched that clip from multiple angles. <laughs> His knees weren't actually at 45 degrees. <laughs> I mean, this is the stuff that you look for. 
Let's pause the film <laughs> at three seconds, three point two eight seconds. So we're in the fourth quarter. The score is still what thirty to thirteen. Michigan uh-huh. State has just defeated Ohio State. Wow, twenty-three game win streak. Oh man, Frank Beamer, which opens the door for Oklahoma to get into the playoff. By the way, Beamer ball. Baylor defeats them. Yep. Forty-five, thirty-five. It was a, this was a big weekend in college football for the playoff, but it's nine minutes left in the game. OU's up comfortably, thirty to thirteen. This game should be over, right? Right? Yeah, there's nine minutes left, 30-13. TCU's got, offense has on, been... You got them on their own 14, first and 10. This should be a three and out. Turpin play? And then, boom. TCU's offense yep. has been there dead. There it is. Turpin catches it at the 50-yard line, splits the defenders, and touchdown. gets touchdown. And just like that, it's a 10-point game, and your offense isn't moving the football And Matthew all. McConaughey's grandpa <laughs> is going nuts on the sideline. He side just line. said, all right, all right, all right. God, right there. I don't sleep. I just dream. Who missed their son? What's your, what's your guys' favorite Matthew McConaughey line? Mm. I think mine's Not I don't sure. sleep, I just dream from True Detective. Um, he's pretty good at Interstellar. Interstellar was good. Murph! Was it, what's the robot? TARS? <laughs> Where he's like spinning the spaceship like three million miles an hour. I think it's SARS. Like, Come on, SARS. SARS. I don't want SARS. China. Oh, MERS. Get those coronas. Get them viruses. I don't, Matthew McConaughey was good in Wolf of Wall Street when he was on cocaine. <laughs> well, he's a method actor. Yeah. I'm sure his co his co stars are like. Okay, it's fine that you're doing cocaine as your method actor, but could you also shower, sir? I'm sure the character you're portraying showered. And then, like, he was doing commercials about him driving, like, a Buick. I didn't know Matthew McConaughey doesn't drive a Buick. I thought it was a Lincoln. Was it Lincoln? Yeah, I think it's a Lincoln. He doesn't yeah. drive a Lincoln. And he, like, pulls up next to that steer, and he just, like, looks at it. Do you think he wants Lincoln Riley? He does. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> but... If Jerry Jones wouldn't Lincoln Riley, he'd have a pajama party at his house like he did with Mark McCarthy. Oh, man. What do you think the relationship is with Tom Herman, with Matthew McConaughey? I, th- I think that's a match made in heaven. That's a good question. There's two people that think very highly of themselves. Now, Matthew McConaughey, like, like I already said, True Detective, like that era of Matthew McConaughey is great. He's a great actor. All the shit he did was awesome. Um, Tom Herman, outside of just using a third-string quarterback to win a national title, outside of that, you beat Florida State in the Peach Bowl at Houston, and then you beat OU, and then nothing. Yeah, sir. You beat Mike Stoops in the Cotton Bowl. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. Then oh, OU no. F- oh, no. This is where Trevor Knight turns the ball over, isn't it? This is like a tipped pass. They're like, Trevor, you need to make at least one throw here. I think he just I no, I just think he just throws it into coverage, doesn't he? That wouldn't be the It's at least double coverage. Tipped pass wouldn't be the Trevor Knight way to throw an interception. It would be straight to the guy. Just remember, I think it's over the, the, the middle of the field. So eight forty one, twenty to thirty. OU's got the ball at their own twenty five. Right after that long score. Trevor Knight looks. 
Throws the ball basically nowhere. Sterling's just getting pretty frustrated. He tried to throw an out, but it was clearly nowhere near that out, which would have been open, actually. The wind is calm. 32 degrees. It's freezing. It's a cool, crisp 32 degrees. No precipitation. Presented by Walmart or... Oh, that's even better. Or as his quarterback is concerned. (laughs) Steven, where were you living at this time? Where was I living? Yeah. Uh, I think OCU. Come here. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Like what? What's the what's the departure time for you guys during a game like this? Do you stay for the entire game? I stay for the game. Okay. How long are you in fucking traffic getting into Highway Nine, or do you just try to drive through Norman and get off on Flood? Because uh, that's that's even a go to Flood. That's more of a I think more of a nightmare than trying to because my parents live off Highway Nine East, mm. and so trying to get there on the Highway is. Nine. Yep. Oh my god. Not even not even tipped. Just straight over through. Um, what we end up doing is going down Porter. Porter is not designed to be four lanes. Two yeah, lanes but going each direction. So like we we're in traffic for a little bit, um, and I think it's it's not on flood. How oh, Street is that? Was the holding call on Ty Darlington? Yeah. But we go down. Uh, oh, dang, what's the street? I think we go down for Lindsay for a minute. And then we find our way finally just on Porter. But, like, by the time we get to Porter, there's, like, no traffic because everybody else is still trying to get on the highway. How the f- how the f*** did Trevor Knight not see that safety just standing it's there? It's Trevor Knight. Whoops, sorry, guys. He was wearing white. I don't know. <laughs> how did Ty Darlington get a holding call while also being pancake? <laughs> I guess unless you just drag the guy down with you. He's well, very he's, talented. He's very smart. <laughs> A cerebral player. Did they score a touchdown on this play? Why the fuck not? I know they they get a field goal, don't they? They would have to. This has just always been a problem with OU historically. Yeah. They'll like their defense will play well. <laughs> oh, what a play! <laughs> what a play! Oh, well, Mark their, Thomas. Their defense will play well, and then they'll just start getting gashed. Iowa State this past season. Yep. Defense played well, and then the and then the fourth quarter, they're just like, fuck. Is it helping the quarterback giving early. everybody the ball? You left that game early? I tried to. No, I you, you should did, have been able. You should have been able to. Did Twitter shame you? But Jaden, Jaden Hazel, Jaden Hazelwood, and Trevor, and, and, and Trevor Knight, Jaden Hazelwood, and no, it's Ceedee Lamb. Excuse me. The ghost of Trevor Knight. Ceedee Lamb and Jalen Hurts both gave the ball away in really bad oh, situations. Another missed opportunity for a drive-killing sack. That's kind of a theme that OU still hasn't kind of shaken yet. Was just not being able to tackle well. They've done it at times, but their top guys last year cleaned that up. Like Kenneth Murray still struggled like being in the right spot sometimes. But if he had a guy like dead to rights, he typically finished the play. Yeah. Like, which one of the bigger improvements he was able to make, I think. The safeties really they're kinda off and on. I don't think the corners really hit well. Well, it's because they're five foot I'm five eleven, hundred and seventy five pounds, and I'm bigger and taller than them. That's why. 
get this man a scholarship right now. Don't care if then, he doesn't eat that much protein. Then, then, then I can talk about it on the radio. <laughs> it's unbelievable to me, though, that like they can say that, but some of the most prolific coaches never played it down in college football. Hello, Mike Leach. Hello, Mike Leach. Um, Dennis Franchione, <laughs> the only other guys that come to mind. Tommy Bowden. Tommy Bowden? Mm-hmm. How Mummy? Did he play football? I don't think so. Let's ask Siri. You could kind of put in. How Mummy? Lincoln Riley in there. Yeah, Lincoln Riley, too. He didn't play D1 football. He the, he was on the team. Leach saw him in practice and said, Nah, son, sorry. And they made him an, an assistant. How Mummy is. Oh, yeah, he's currently Bob's offensive coordinator. Yep. Don't forget. Hiring his friends. <laughs> um, playing career. Tarleton State, and then he played for the New, Me- no, New Mexico Military Institute and then Tarleton State as a wide receiver. And then he coached a bunch of small places before he got to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But, like, Leach sticks out. Tommy Bowden. Lincoln Riley didn't play D1 football. He Was Lincoln Riley even scholarship or was he walk-on? I want to see his walk on. And they said this kid's smart as hell, never gonna play quarterback. Is that where he got his sublime belly tattoo? That's what I hear. Or or it's photoshopped by mm-hmm. the OU Ministry of Propaganda. <laughs> Every time he takes that shirtless it's a fishing compliance department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which isn't affiliated with the athletic department, <laughs> mind you. Totally. George Thomas with a big hit. He's he's fired up. I'll tell you who's not fired up is this fucking crowd. They get like, loud here pretty soon. Yep. Well, they have to. I remember how loud the pop was when Parker uh, bats the ball away. Like like the pop even from outside the stadium across the street <clears throat> on Lindsay was like, because obviously like we're watching it on TV and so the feed is like eight nine seconds behind like actual live game, so you just hear the. <laughs> super loud and it's like okay clear that's a that's a loud enough cheer for something good happening it's when you hear like those faint cheers that you're like oh god (laughs) it's not loud enough that's probably their fan base sure it could be though you fan base (laughs) yep especially if it's at the end of the game never know fucking oh wow what do you what would you want the game day crowds to be like do you want them to be like more intoxicated? I want them to be like LSU. They're not going to be like LSU. LSU, Clemson, they're Alabama. too much fun apparently. Well, uh, it, everybody hates Texas A&M, but I mean their fans show up. Well, in my like my opinion about, about all this is just those programs, Clemson, a blue blood perhaps in the minds of some, <laughs> um, but in my opinion, not. They're so their 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 programs have been successful for a short amount of time. So their fans are per- way more younger, and they're into it than OU's fan base is because OU's program's been fucking good forever. They're a bunch of snobs, and they expect too much. And they're like, "Oh, another ten win season? That's fantastic." Except for you, the loyal listener to the whatever we're going to call this edition of the Inside OU podcast. It's just like you're clearly cool. It's just like this. It's not greedy. It's just 
they, the minds have been poisoned as far as like, oh, well, here's another 10, 11 win season. Watt Bud Wilkinson come out here and run the split team. Not going to do anything special. I expect I expect excellence, and I'm just going to sit on my butt I, and expect it and can complain when I don't receive that. I personally want to see a Twitter thread breakdown of the split T offense. Oh, this was kind of sweet and sad. Oh yes, yeah, wasn't that the letter that it's the boss. Bob that Bob wrote or the some letter that whatever it was about his dad. Yeah. Everybody saw the cover. Derek Shepard badass. His brother Daryl, who played in the nineteen eighty one Sun Bowl when OU beat Houston, also a badass. And then Woody Shepard, who played in the seventy six OU Nebraska game, who only did one thing his whole career. He threw a badass halfback pass to Steve Rhodes in the game that birthed Sooner Magic. Oh, you came back and beat Nebraska that day in Lincoln. Hmm. So, shout out to the Shepard family. Very good Sooners. Um, not the Stoops family, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was a little upset that... <laughs> <laughs> at the one yard line I was like damn it this game sucks please don't take this away from me and then I shit the replay and like ah his knee was down always finishing short in big games never heard of it yep well, uh, really uh, <laughs> we, we, we got here in the first place so clear most so uh, everybody get a race and uh, let's all go to Tuscany I like the, uh, oh, we're only X amount of years removed from beating Alabama. Yeah. Comments. Oh, how long, how, how many times has he referenced the Sugar Bowl? I need to go back into the book and, and oh, Sugar count. Bowl was only two years ago, so. Well, 27 years ago, we beat Alabama <laughs> in the Sugar Bowl. Fucking <laughs> Switzer be rolling in his grave. If he's passed away by then, he could very well be alive. Oh, you just hit a fourth down. He still does the coach's cabana or whatever it is, right? Does he? Yeah. Oh, you so. just hit a fourth down less than five minutes, up by seven. And this is where TCU just, like, squeezes the clock. It's like watching the Army game all over again. Really? I remember. I think I remember thinking this at the time. I, I think Lincoln should have gone for it. Because... If you don't get it, TCU has the ball in your red zone. Yeah. And you have a chance to score. And they could score and tie it, possibly take the lead if they get two, but there's going to be time left on the clock. If you punt it away, you know they're they're going to score fucking regardless of if you go for it and, and miss it or if you give it to them via punt. But if you punt it to them, they're going to eat up the fucking clock. And then if they score and tie it or score and take the lead, you're going to have no time left. It's true. So again, he probably should have just gone for it. Who's that? No clue. Letterman jacket guy. Jarvis Jones. No, that was years prior. Yeah, he was that guy was getting mad at the crowd for not being loud enough. I remember that. It's like, sir, give us a reason to cheer. It, it's 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 a one way relationship, fans and uh, team. Good defense. 
Yep. They like stretched why, out the option why, play. Why do players think that the fans have to be loud in order for the pl- players to play better? Because like, if that's how they think, then they've already lost. It's like, no, you guys play well so that the fans cheer loud. That's true. And if you play bad, the fans aren't going to be loud. I think there's a gray area. But I agree with that statement mostly. Well, because that's implying that, no, like fans win us the game. Yeah, I so, agree. So which would then also imply if you're playing in a hostile environment, well, you're going to lose because their fans are loud. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's just silly. I think the fans can give you an extra bit of juice. Of course, but it has to be earned. Like that 2008 game. I don't think that 2008 Texas Tech game happens if the fans are just the regular themselves. Yeah, but, I mean, if OU comes out in that game and the offense just, like, sucks balls for, like, the first quarter the and a half, the, off- the, the crowd probably is a little bit yeah, more it's, quiet. It's, it's calmer. It's a snowball effect. <clears throat> yeah, the third and one conversion. I keep wanting to say Caleb Kelly. Yep, 19. <laughs> Except the, this 19 is like four to five inches taller. Caleb Kelly, was he a senior in high school right now? 2015? Mm-hmm. 2016 was his freshman year. So. Yeah, because so. he played in the yeah. Sugar Bowl. Because he took 19. Like right, this is Strikers last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. But was he a true freshman or a redshirt freshman in the, in the Sugar Bowl? I think he was a true freshman. So, yeah. He looked like a f-ing badass, too. At the Sam. <laughs> and then they said, never mind, we don't have a Sam. Like not, n- No more. B- Buki's a safety. Kennedy Brooks will play. <laughs> hmm. There are just random statements that have been said by coaches that I want on a T-shirt. I want a T-shirt that just says, Kennedy Brooks will play. <laughs> yeah. Who B- was it Buki's that, a safety. Who was the double down that Buki's a safety? Was it Ruffin? Yeah. Ruffin and then Grinch? Was that asked by our good friend Keegan Renault? Was that question asked by him? I don't I don't know. I think it might have been. Hey, there's Mike. Big big friend of the pod. Big friend of the pod. Definitely this one too. One of the biggest Jays that you'll ever see. <laughs> I love Jays. Like what what what's bigger? Like the J of Keegan Renault <laughs> or the Duran of the Duran <laughs> Neal? <laughs> Um, no comment. <laughs> that, that is a celebrity death match that I would pay to see. Mike Stoops pissed off. He's like, I'm losing my job, probably. <laughs> Don't worry. You're oh, gonna my be, brother's here. You're going to be gamefully employed for another two <laughs> fucking years, you fucking he dumb. Says, he says, <laughs> Steven says, I'm going to lose my job. Oh, wait, never mind. My brother's here. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know, Cody Ford almost went to TCU. Oh, you had to flip him. Yeah, wasn't he like a no-name recruit? He has like a three-star on uh, yeah. Rivals. Look at him now. What do you guys think? Do you think linemen are like one of those that if, if they're lowly rated, but you just kind of hang out around them as like as you're recruiting them and you get a feel for their attitude? Don't you feel like, okay, this guy's a three-star, but he's a fucking mean motherfucker? Yeah, Ben Powers is like two three-star. Yeah. yeah. I was pretty high on Ben Powers because he would just like you can't get that kill from, people. You can't get that from any other position group, maybe linebacker. Yeah, yeah, linebacker. Like, he's a four-star player, but he looks like a supermodel. And he plays like a supermodel. Because the thing about defensive line, like, if you're a three-star defensive lineman, you probably don't have the physique, you don't have the, the frame or the speed. So you're fucked in so many ways before you can even show off that you're actually kind of a badass. 
Yeah. But you can always, like, I hate to go back to the tape, but if you go back to the tape. The um, top A. Which, you which one? You can tell who's uh, just a really big guy and who's there to just, like, f*** your shit up. Yeah. Are they Ben Powers? Are they a dudes or are they studs? They'd be dude studs. Dude yeah. studs. Those are my favorite players. This one of my least favorite. Dude. One of my least favorite things to do when I move into a new place is trying to find the studs. <laughs> this is a dude. Because the stud finders are inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> is that a stud? No, it's he a dude. He could be a guy. <laughs> he <could> be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a guy. Well, how do you know that? 2020. Oh my God! It's 2020. We shouldn't assume gender. He's a player. Or play on player. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, Kohlhausen to the sideline. Uh, no, he's. We got a minute 58 left. I remember being in First Tulsa and 10. in Tulsa and watching this game, and like, I was so fucking anxious. Were you living in Tulsa at the time? No, I was just visiting a good friend. <sighs> What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Wow, Jordan Thomas, thank God you didn't make contact or you would have been booted from this game and then missed <laughs> the first half of the Oklahoma State game. Oh, no. Which I think, did it, he have an early interception in that game? I yeah. think he had a first half pick six yeah, from he, Mason Rudolph when he just was like, oh, I'll yeah. play. Was that, wasn't that the game they just obliterated them because they couldn't contain striker on the edge? Well, no, they couldn't tackle Samaj P. Ryan or Joe Mixon at all. That too. And Mason Rudolph didn't play, right? Or he, he tried. He tried, he tried to play. No, he tried to play. Walsh started the game, and it was clear that he couldn't make any. He was. Oh, that's right. They brought Mason in JW for like a Walsh drive. Is like value brand Sam Ellinger, which is saying a lot about Sam Ellinger. Is that a fair comp? <laughs> Nothing's fair. <laughs> Not in this life. Hard, we got a hard. This is score. where I didn't understand Gary Patterson. Like, why would you not just strike quickly? Because you yeah. know OU's gonna just either turn the ball over or yeah, they've done literally nothing since yeah. Trevor Knight's been at the helm. You you just you put nine in the box and say we'll even let one of your receivers be wide the hell open. We're not gonna let Samaj P. Runner Joe Mixon get a big run on us. And this dude's wiping his face off with a towel because he's sweating so much and it's under thirty <laughs> degrees outside. How does that even happen? OU has 20 yards in the fourth quarter. 149 TCU. Good goodness. And, yeah, I agree with Steven on that one. Why would you not try to score fast? It's going to scramble right and find, of course, a wide open wide receiver right next to the sticks and has one yard to go. It's only fitting for this defense. Where's Trevon Boykins Boykin? in Seattle? He's in uh, jail. <laughs> Is he? I think so. No, really? Yeah, he like assaulted. He assaulted a cop or something. No, that was Odell <laughs> Beckham. Stevens. That was he, Odell Beckham. He, he's in jail. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy Brooks will play. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's in jail. 
Shout out Barry Trammell. Parish Cobbs in jail. Is uh, Kennedy Rooks going to play? Yeah, Kennedy Former uh, TCU quarterback Trayvon Boykin in jail facing legal trouble. That was a month ago. Yikes, We got man. a first and ten. We've got a run. We've got a sure tackle by Devontae Bond. I saw Devontae Bond the other day, actually, in Norman. That he He's like the dude on Bad Boys 2 where Martin Lawrence is like, Motherfucker, you look 30. He does. He does. <laughs> Like in like he was, I remember after a game he was just hanging out outside too, like of the stadium, and like everyone just like walking past him. I'm like, he apparently you're the most forgettable face of that 2015 team because that is Devonte Bond. Like you played for the Bucks for a minute. Bond, Devonte Bond. <laughs> that guy was a dude. <laughs> yeah, not a stud. Do we have a comp? <laughs> For that? Do we have a comp? Do we have a comp on file? Um, Not on file. I don't have <laughs> on file. Make a new file. I'm not right. sure what you would call him. What do you think, RDS? Todd Blackwood is... I don't know what the, Brad Nessler was thinking with that tie. It's not a good tie. Like The blazer is great with, yeah. with the... Whatever the handkerchief in the suit pocket. I don't know what it's called. Oh, very good with Bob. Second and eight at the four, his leg. Second and eight at the fifteen yard line, a minute left. <laughs> TCU down by seven. What's big game Bob gonna do? At least I got my statue stored away. <laughs> Boren statue is no longer up though. Thank God. Get his that statue shit out of is here. Which Three one? Man rush. Oh, 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 yeah, that's oh. right. He just dropped it. I've always wondered about Bourne's statue, though. Like, what what material was that made of? Bronze. Sin. So it was like so bronze. Like, which one was legitimately harder? Was it Bourne? <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just kidding. Steven should have known that one. Steven disapproves. Just walk straight into it. <laughs> he says, "Bronze." It's okay. You just watched OU give up 300 yards in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Your mind isn't. We've got to be the touchdown. Fade. touchdown. Yeah, yeah, two guys in position. And Ahmad Thomas says, "Why can't you get that ball?" And really, Ahmad Thomas and Zach Sanchez are playing pretty well. Yeah, yeah they were both in position. Ahmad Thomas just didn't game. turn turn around, but Zach Sanchez was right there. And everybody in the crowd's rolling their eyes, and they're saying, "Not this shit again." Zach reads it all the way, and then he turns. Gets he, turned uh, around. He, he, he turns he himself doing? around. Yeah, what is he doing? He turns himself around. He doesn't even have to get turned around. Look at this. Whoop. Okay. Did what, did he have money on the game? They said Zach Sanchez had a lot of foot issues in the game. This is where the the stadium gets pretty loud. And if you dissect this play this, coming up, this is up, the they, Iowa State game. This yeah, is the Iowa State game. If you dissect the play, if he just floats the ball a little bit higher, they win this game. Oh yeah, if he just because but there's a there's also a play with Striker underneath that he gets a hold and a push in the back here too, which would have ended. Here's it. the two point conversion. Striker gets held, yep. no call, and Kohlhausen to the right lofts it, and it's tipped at the line. OU survives. And they get a 15-yard penalty because of it. 
Trevor Knight noticeably not out there celebrating. TCU. Like, I am so oh, sorry, Oh, there's guys. the gift that will live on forever, that chick. <laughs> Good oh, play, well. Stephen Parker. Shout out to you. I miss Oboe. He was much better than Eric Stryker. Oboe and Grinch's defense. Oh, God. Oh. He'd wreck it. Yeah, because he had a fucking motor and he hustled. Also, Just he, from that standpoint alone. Also, Grinch. he wasn't a, the size of Buki. God, look how hard... Yeah, God. wow. God! That's, that's either because a hold or a block in the, the back. The defenders both bail on their guy, and that leaves those guys too wide open to just a pop pass. Oh, those Big 12 wrestlers, like the mean Oklahoma. <laughs> How dare you celebrate after a big moment of the game, possibly yeah. the largest moment of this game. How dare you? Have you no honor, Bob? Well, uh, we're all going to get a race. And uh, Gary, if you fire any of your coaches, uh, tell them they got a good place and a uh, place to sleep here. Wouldn't be defense, though. Oh, no. <laughs> Wouldn't be defense. Boykin Sean says. Boykin's like, I'm so mad I'm going to assault a cop. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that why he was suspended, or was that he was hurt? He got, he got suspended in their bowl game for, for, pot for that. That's what, that's what or it cur- was. Or curfew. I think he was trying to steal something. <laughs> We have three stories. <laughs> three I can't different. remember if Boykin was hurt if he, or he got suspended before the bowl game. I think it was Trevon Boykin in the conservatory with the candlestick. <laughs> oh, this That's is a awesome. new Boykin thing. Oh, oh, you found more. TMZ Sports. Nuevo Boykin. Who are incredibly credible now. Incredibly incredible. Uh, Trayvon Boykin is facing theft charges for allegedly running a memorabilia scam. Sounds like Will Sunderland. Onside kick is recovered <laughs> well, that, by that more like Zach Sanchez. An autographed PS4. Oh, yeah, an autographed PS4. <clears throat> that about. Back in 2015, Boykin was charged with assaulting a public servant. So I guess that's yeah. what I was thinking of. That was the bowl game, too, too though. That's after the bowl game? And then maybe there's another theft before it? Jeez, man. Or no, maybe it's. Marijuana public in talks. That's what it was. That was the bowl game. Okay. Okay. Well, the Sooners are going to win this one. Yep. They go on to win this game. They go on to win Bedlam. If I'm Bob, I don't even put Trevor Knight out there at this point. <laughs> it's another 10 win season, y'all. Can't be happier than that. Better than most. Better than most. It, it actually still kind of, it kind of, feels weird watching this game and seeing Bob as the head coach and not Lincoln. Like mm-hmm. we've gone enough years now, which is weird to say. Guys, remember when Bob was the coach? There's Kerry Cooks. He's like, I'm about to go fucking night trips, baby. Let's do <laughs> this. <laughs> you can see it in his eyes. Along with Jay Bulber. <laughs> and if Jackie Ship was still there, remember when Jackie Ship would go out like Trevor Knight is flexing so hard right now. Jackie Ship would go out like Fumbles to strip there. clubs in like his Snap. lovers' houses instead of on recruiting trips. That was good old days. Bob's hip is looking better. There you go. That's the important thing. Spinky's still not good though. God. <laughs> Holly, Holly Rose, Rose, like, Holly Rose, like, let's do can, this. Can we get out of here? Yeah, I'm fucking cold.
<laughs> what was going through your mind at the last play when you blew that 17-point lead? Well, uh, to, to be quite honest, uh, we just beat Alabama two years ago, and uh, it's pretty good. Better than most. <laughs> He's a legend. They beat a backup quarterback without Barely. their best receiver because they're missing Dockson and Boykin. There's a banasaur in the back. Rawr, it's in Banasaur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was Boykin. Boykin has patted a Boykin has patted Bob, Bob on the back. Like there's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Bake has no idea where he's at right now. <laughs> that was so funny. Bob just goes. Who was that? Why are they touching me? Baker's taking pictures in the background. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's With already his, a celeb. His eyes glossed over. There, there's your point. Bob Stoops gives Stephen Parker a, a head tap, and he's probably like, I can't remember what your name is. Because by this point, Bob has gone full Bobby Bowden. Yes, yes. I don't know what my players' names are. Full CEO. Your number so-and-so. That's so why so. they got numbers. <laughs> yep. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you. It was fun. This was fun. I don't know if this will be the first one out or the twelfth one out or the third one out, but uh, this is the first one that we've recorded on this one. So, everybody, thank you very much for listening to the Inside OU podcast and whatever we end up calling this. But um, <laughs> enjoy it. Uh, shout out to Kami Armoravian, Stephen Brown. Um, what are the Twitter accounts, again, to follow? Uh, you can follow me at, at Kamaravian CCM. Which everybody already is. And, and I'm at, at OU Updated SB. Hells yeah. Follow the tape. Watch the tape. Revere the tape. Inside OU out. <laughs>